0: Hello and welcome to Flashbacks. I'm Dave and it's my pleasure to have Adam the Computer with me. Adam, how are you? Oh, so happy to be here, Dave. It's always a pleasure, Adam. And we are now, we are well into the Mark Wade run of Flash. We are up to book six uh, okay. of Flash by Mark Wade. And so, I mean, even on that note, I think we're doing well because this has been a project that's been going on now for number of years we started with the Mike Barron directly coming out of post-crisis which I really enjoyed and then we've done yeah we've done six volumes of Mark Wade now and I believe there's eight volumes am I correct in his run
1: yep you got six volumes and then there's the Grant Morrison and then two more Mark Wade.
0: oh right so oh so Grant Morrison comes on after this book for a brief run is that right
1: yeah, let me. Oh, uh, that's interesting. I this, didn't. Where, where oh, did I'm this sorry. one? This was through 129. Uh, and Grant Morrison starts with. Yeah, this
0: is up to 129. You're right. Yeah. I just realized there's a table and, of contents
1: page. Yeah, and then he starts at 130. So, yeah. Oh, perfect.
0: Issue. So, next next, next time around, we'll do Grant Morrison uh, as Flash run, and then we'll do two more, and then we're on to Jeff Johns. And by the way,. So far, I've already got, as you know, two Jeff Johns Flash Omnibuses unopened, just waiting for the time Flashback reaches yep. them. And I've ordered the third. Yep, I've ordered the third one, which I believe is his final one, which wraps up his whole run. I believe.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering. Uh, I'm guessing the third one would get into the like Barry Allen stuff. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, when he comes back. Yeah, rebirth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of it, man. Like, uh, it's just nice to have it there on the shelf and know it's sitting there waiting for flashbacks, you know? I'm glad I got them as they came out. Like, Michelle made a comment the other day. She's like, yeah, you know, kind of critiquing my collection." She goes, yeah, I see a lot of Batman and Superman. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah, there's a reason for that. And she goes, (laughs) yeah, that's fine. But what about this Green Lantern Flash? Like, and she was like, like, with the... The, 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 in her voice, like, who are these people? Like, why are they on the shelf? And I go, slow down. I go, they're actually a key, key writer. Like, that's Jeff Johns' Green Lantern and Jeff and Johns' Flash. Yeah. So back off. And she just looked at me, the eyes closed over. She's like, whatever.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you got her straightened out. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: You, 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 as soon as she heard it's a famous writer, Jeff Johns, her eyes just. just yeah. well... Wow. <laughs> 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 like, I could yeah, have I told can her. Imagine. I could have told like, Jesus had written it and she would have been like, "Whatever." Like... <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she looked at. It and she's like, Greenland and, and Flash. <laughs> Gosh. This hurts me because
1: you know me. I, uh,
0: yeah, I know you I've kind of gravitated
1: for... towards those characters, but yeah,
0: she. But she's dude. She's never read yeah. a comic in her life, and she's not yeah. going. She's not going to either. You know what I mean? <laughs> like...
1: Yeah, and it's not like the movies are doing her any favors. No, right? it's, yeah. like
0: she she would struggle to pick flash out of a lineup you know what i mean like uh-huh, yeah. and um she only knows green lantern from the green lantern movie that's literally what she knows green lantern from
1: uh, that's unfortunate and she
0: knows that richard loves green lantern that's all she knows she knows richard just loves green lantern <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a trademark so Anyway, so I'm pretty proud of that. Now, I wanted to chat about, um, I do want to mention as well, if there are any listeners out there enjoying Flashbacks and Signal of Doom, um, our Patreon, patreon.com slash Um Look, anything you can give is appreciated. It all goes towards show hosting fees. Uh, we obviously cover Signal of Doom, Legion Outpost, and a shout-out to our Legionnaires, any of them crossing over. I know some of them have, and and they are a lively bunch on the Outpost, aren't they, Adam?
1: Yeah, we get a lot of engagement on there. It's been great it. um, being able to talk about the Legion.
0: I love it. Yep, and you are the Legion expert. Although, gotta be honest, I, I, my training wheels are kind of coming off now, aren't they? You know, I am kind of stretching my so, legs a yeah. little bit. Yeah, and uh, um uh, we
1: also heard from Alan Williams recently, who was you know talked with us a lot when we were yeah. starting out with Legion Outpost. But he checked back in, so it was good to hear from him.
0: Yeah, man, it's it's excellent. I love it. I love it when people say, yeah, Dave expressed some interest in the white triangle saga. And Dave's like, what are we even talking about? Like, (laughs) I don't even. (laughs) Yeah. I'm keeping track for you. I'm I'm... keeping your notes. Yeah. Thank you. Because I'm just like, sounds interesting. Don't know what we're talking about, but I I like the, I like the conversation. Um, so we do that. And we've also got dread or dead, which is my personal passion project, you know, which, uh, we're going to chart the entirety of dread or dead. It's probably going to take about 25 years, but you know, we'll get there. um, (laughs) So yeah, anyone who can help on the Patreon is much appreciated. Now, Adam, you were—we've got a few things to discuss. I don't know if there's really been any flash news, but you were saying, uh, referencing Ed Brubaker, um, something about his Captain America. What's going on?
1: Oh yeah, I was saying. Um, I bought a bunch of those trades a while back, but I was missing a couple. But the other day, I found a couple. Uh, a guy. Selling some of those, and I picked up the last couple Brubaker cap trades, and I knew you were a big fan. So uh, I'm just glad to have
0: it all now. So are they in soft cover or what's the story?
1: Yeah, they're just soft
0: cover. Wow, yeah, because I I love, I mean, his 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 cap run. I mean, Brubaker, I always like, but his cap runner, I mean, it made me a fan of of cap, and I've and I read it. uh, I did actually have a couple of trades. Um, I got the Winter Soldier trade years ago, but when they've done the omnibuses, and when I say omnibuses, they're more like just trades. They're not really that thick omnibuses, but they've put out two of his omnibuses so far, and I've collected those, because it's nice to have those for the shelf, you know, like... Mm. Um, and and they've done his Captain America first one, which is the Winter Soldier stuff. Then the second one is called Death of Captain America, and then I assume there'll be probably only one more, um... Probably for a return and I guess he did do quite a few spin offs of Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, I
1: think there'll probably be four, four because you know, there's quite a while where Bucky was cap and then there was sure. quite a while where Steve was back, and then there was also the Captain America and Bucky book or whatever,
0: the team up book. Well, I'm gonna get them all. Like, I mean I yeah. I, I, I love so you've got all the stuff collecting the whole thing, have you? Yeah, I got it all. Um,
1: it's gonna be nice. I've read most of it, but I haven't read it all, so I think I might Refresh myself a little bit and finish it
0: out. It's high-quality stuff. He did a really good, um towards the end, uh, I want to say it was called Secret Avengers. Uh, mm-hmm. He did a good run on that. Um, Only about 10 issues or so, but gee I, gee, I enjoyed it. Like, I remember at the time how much I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I think I have that too. That was pretty cool because it had, uh, like, Moon Knight.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it, and it was against, like, a Cthulhu kind of monster, you know?
1: Yeah, it was a weird, like, it kind of picked up from the Storenko Nick yeah. Fury stuff, I think. I yeah. loved it. I thought it was fucking great.
0: Um, and the other thing uh, that we wanted to mention, uh, DC-related, the, the Batman is on its way, isn't it? Like, it's how far away is, is this Robert Pattinson, Matt Reeves movie?
1: Uh, it comes out on March 3rd, and tickets went wow. on sale today.
0: And you've got your ticket, haven't you? You've, you're all set.
1: Yeah, I bought it right away, and uh, I... I'm I'm so caught up in the hype for this movie, like wow. Um especially initially I was really excited because it seemed like it was gonna be something very different. Sure. Uh and like a thriller, like seven or something. Uh now that I'm seeing more of it and it looks more like uh continuation in tone of the Nolan stuff. Yeah. It has I me a little a less excited because I just want something new. Yeah. But I'm still very excited.
0: And how um, I new, how the... new are you gonna get? Like it's Batman. Or they're like it's it's gonna be dark. It's Batman. It's like no shit, it's gonna be dark. Of course it's gonna be fucking dark. It's Batman. Are
1: yeah, you? um I do hear in this one there's gonna be a big focus on like detective work, which is cool. Um but for me, you know, I think what they should do with Batman.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, what, they, what should is... they do, Adam? Like to please tell us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for the next movies. Is they should do like uh, do like a fifty million dollar movie. Like I don't need uh,
0: a oh, you mean like low budget fifty
1: million dollar? Yeah, do something low budget where you don't have to have effects uh, what? or explosions. Why? Just focus on <laughs> what?
0: Why? Why can't we have any of that? Because we've done it all,
1: you know. Like just. Do something, scale it back a little bit, and yeah, just yeah, focus yeah. on a really good Batman story, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah I wouldn't mind that Get for some a... good... A-
1: you just need good actors.
0: But they're good um, good actors in good this. This, this. This is jam-packed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm no yeah, Robert yeah. Patterson fan, frankly. But, no, um...
1: I, and I'm only saying that because as I see more of this movie, it just seems like it's going for the more explosive blockbuster type thing, which yeah. you know, I was kind of hoping they would steer clear of and just do, like I said, something like a thriller, like a David Fincher... Uh, type movie would be interesting.
0: Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm I'm caught between. I mean, I'd see both. Uh, oh mean,
1: yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm still like super excited for this. I
0: I uh, can't wait. Where are you on uh, the one thing? Uh, look, other than Patterson, who I'm willing to give a try with, you know, uh, I just cannot get over that Riddler costume. It's just so stupid to me.
1: I don't love it, but I. Can also see why they didn't go for like the classic why? Riddler look or whatever like the
0: Riddler with his little hat and the and the costume with his with his you know question marks, that's classic Riddler. Um, it just
1: doesn't look like it fits with what they're doing, I guess, to me. But yeah,
0: well, look, uh, Matt Reeves, uh, I know him from his two Planet Eight movies, which I very much enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried... Cloverfield, Cloverfield. Yeah, no, I I trust in I trust him as a filmmaker. I've got no problems with him as a filmmaker. So I'm very hopeful, yeah, for sure. And I liked yeah. what I saw with Catwoman. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm pumped, dude. It's Batman. Yeah. The thing with me is, I, I, if I had my way, um, I would love if they would do a massive kind of no man's land kind of storyline, which, you know, over, over like three movies, I would love that, personally. I'd oh. even love that animated, frankly. You know,
1: and they kind of did that in the Dark Knight Rises, didn't they? Yeah, like, but a th- fucking
0: it. kind of, like you know, yeah. barely. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah, it, the idea of it maybe, but not the. I wasn't a fan of, like that movie. I can enjoy it, you know, but it's. It's not one of my favorites. Whereas I far prefer Begins and Dark Knight. You know, um, I thought that I was think
1: parts good. of Dark Knight Rises are really strong, but it gets more into like the Nolan. Because, like, a lot of Christopher Nolan movies, although I like them, have, like, these kind of weird plot things where you're just like, well, why did you do that? And yeah. that one has a lot of that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I don't mind it. Like, I give it 6.5 out of 10, you know, but I... hate I, how they killed it Bane. Or I hate how they killed Bane. Oh, me too. I mean, but, but yet, uh, there's some stuff in it I love. You know, it's yeah, it's a too. weird me movie. Too. So, yeah, no, I, I'm definitely... Look at it, you know, I mean, he wouldn't have been my choice, but... They needed a fresh Batman. Uh, look, if he's good, then I think the whole thing will will sing. So I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping for the best with it, frankly. Um, yeah,
1: and uh, I guess to bring it back to The Flash a little bit is the next time we see Batman this year will be two different Batman in the yeah. Flash
0: movie, which <laughs> it seems really, like it could be weird, but I'm interested. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Me too. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I am super looking forward to that, uh, actually. Um, yeah, man, there's there's a lot to look forward to. Now in terms you of You know
1: what's odd though? Mm. Sorry, I just wanna say because uh, now then they're doing also the Bat Girl movie oh, yeah. which has J. K. Simmons in it, who As is in Gordon. like he's in the uh he's from the Ben Affleck movies. Yes. But I think Michael Keaton is also in it, who is gonna be the Batman eighty nine movies. So I'm wondering what kind of new status quo we're getting where Batman yeah you know, Michael Keaton is gonna be in the main DCU, but just
0: interesting. It's a very confusing, uh, like, um, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it sort of hurts the brain. It's like thinking about those X Men movies, the chronolo- chronology of them. You know what I mean? Um, right.
1: I mean, yeah. I guess, you know, we haven't seen the Flash movie, and I'm sure that'll explain it. And I guess we'll see from there whether or not it works. But yeah, for right now, I'm just like, this seems kind of like mixed up.
0: Yeah, I, I think they're going for actors they know that are good and and resonated a bit, and they're sort of, yeah. like, trying to fit the pieces around that kind of stuff, so...
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, I sure. guarantee you that Michael Keaton will hardly be in Batgirl, I bet. You know?
1: Oh, I wouldn't think so. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do with him, you know, if he's going to be sticking around as Batman, like, because he's going to be retired.
0: He's right? such like, a he's fan a... favourite that maybe they can just do little cameos, and that would actually be pretty cool, you know? Um, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. sure. Uh, I would have liked, if they were going to use him, they could have done, like, a Batman Beyond or Dark Knight Returns, but oh, I yeah. think yeah. this kind of rules that out, though, now that he's going to be, like, the main universe Batman, you know? I don't know. Is
0: he really going to be the main universe Batman?
1: Like, who said that? I don't know. I mean, if he's going to be in the Batgirl movie and he's in the same universe as J.K. Simmons, then I would say that he might be, like, yeah. I would say after this Flashpoint or whatever happens in the Flash movie that,
0: going forward, Michael Keaton will be.
1: I mean, that's just well, my I'd
0: speculation. i fucking down for that, but, like... But would that mean if there was a Justice League movie it'd be Michael Keaton? I don't think so.
1: Well, The rumor right now is they're really going to shake up the Bat, uh Justice League cast and that Batgirl's going to be in it, and Supergirl and Shazam. Oh and- fuck oh. off. Like no, <laughs> no, no. No. Stop. I love Shazam. <laughs> yeah, you
0: love Shazam, but like oh, but we're really going to shake up the Justice League and it's going to be Batgirl, Supergirl, Shazam. I'm like, "Wow, you've lost me on every single one." Like it's it's like saying you know how Flash is in there. We're gonna make a kid Flash, and it's gonna be impulse instead. Like that's not the Justice League, that's the Teen Titans.
1: Yeah, but honestly, I mean, you know, when they did the Big Seven, it didn't really work. So I guess I don't know. This will be like the J.M. day Matias, Keith Giffen Justice League again. I'm not. I'm we'll not. See. I'm, I don't know.
0: Put that in a. Put that in a. In a comic, fine. You know, and watch that comic fail. But put put that in. Put that in. <laughs> I mean, th- we just the said movies. the Keith Giffen run. Didn't yeah, fail. but like it that ugh, dude. Now, what I'm saying is now today, you, if you're going to do a Justice League Justice League movie down the track, because yeah, they yeah they've definitely fumbled the ball, and partly that's uh, Zack Snyder and then the studio. But if you're down the down the track, of course they are wa- going to want all their little heroes to join up in a in a team up movie. Of course, every studio yeah. would want that. Like, but. If you're going to say, oh, we're not going to have Batman, we're going to have Batgirl. No. No way. That would suck. And hey, you're
1: all worried about Batman. I'm worried about, I'm like, worried about know, about Green, Green
0: Lantern and The Flash. Yeah, no, I want Green Lantern and The Flash. No, you get me, don't, don't well. get me wrong. I want Green Lantern and The Flash as well. Yeah, I do. And I want yeah. Superman. You want the big seven. Pretty much, yeah. Like, if you're bothering to do it, do it properly. You know, as opposed yeah. to, like, don't do this bullshit. No, nobody wants that outside of about four people. You know?
1: No, I don't know, man. I mean, I think they, at this point, they can't do the same cast as before, and you don't want to just recast and do the
0: same. They will recast, team. man. They will recast, man. It's all going to be. Yeah. It's all going to be. Recast. Like, nearly. Maybe not every face will, will be different, but pretty much most of the faces will be different by the time they do it. And they're not going to do it for years as well. Like, it's, it's like probably four years away. You know, yeah, um, maybe I I would I I put money down now that from this date to three years you will not have a release of a Justice League movie. If anyone wants to take that, I wouldn't be again. surprised. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you were right. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah, I know. I know I'm right. And <laughs> like, yeah, please, DC, if you're listening, don't do the same bullshit you do in the comics where we have Naomi in the fucking Justice League. Oh, no, thank you. No. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, and, I mean, I like Batgirl. She's cool. But if you said to me, we're going to do a Batgirl, Supergirl movie, okay, good idea. Yeah, Like, I'm not against the character, but I don't want all these kind of like, you know, in my mind, second stringers suddenly taking the place of all the iconic characters slapping Just League on it. And, you know, they're going to get so much pushback against that. Like, you've got to go with your... like. They fumbled the ball with the Justice League but really, really badly, uh, which was the combination of a set of bad decisions going in. And then yeah. they fumbled it, you know, then they brought Snyder back to do a longer, even longer version, which still was only okay. Yeah. And you know, but, but that was a mistake. But they're going to be so far along the path by the next time they do it that, you know, it's fine. Yeah, like, it's, think of Transformers. Think of Transformers movies. They pump those out. Until they stop making money, and then they're quickly going to reboot them and start them again. Like it's just yeah. the nature of the industry.
1: So, yeah, for sure. And we see that now, pretty much with DC doing the Pattinson Batman. But yeah. I guess for me, Batman and or Batgirl and Supergirl don't really excite me at all. Um, me either. As Fuck far them. as Justice League, but uh, I, I'm up for expanding past like things that I don't.
0: really Yeah, think no, I don't mind. Well. If you said to me, <clears throat> I don't mind. Like I'm not like it can only be the seven. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you want to do a series of Just League movies, you would definitely bring... Oh, like if you said to me, Elongated Man or Boosted Gold or, or some you know, yeah, I, I'm naming Hawkman or fucking Hawk Girl or someone, yeah. um, I, I, I would be down for it. Because back in the day, there was plenty of those characters, but you still had a stable base. Um And frankly... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. When I look back at you know how much I love the Bronze Age. And when I go back to those just like, and I open up the Satellite Era, I see Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman in almost every issue, you know? Like, they're there. And you see plenty of Green Arrow and you see plenty of other people, but you feel like it is powerful people. Oh, that would
1: be cool. Green Arrow, yeah. Yeah,
0: there's there's plenty you could do. No, I'd be down for it. I do wonder uh, about it, though. The the problem they have is because it's almost like they to do it properly to you know if you if you wanted to actually do it properly um you would have to have characters having their own movies and then they come together in sort of like a big team up but some of the characters would have their character moments in the movie and it's just it's it's a portioning it all out so it becomes almost like a it's almost like an editing problem like how do we yeah. how do we cram all this in and I do think it's more than one movie, but I mean, I think ideally, and I said this years ago on the signal, shortly after Just Lee came out and bombed, so I'm talking weeks afterwards. And Stuart, I remember was saying, "Oh, they'll never do it again," this and that. And I was like, "They will do it again. They just yeah. need to get. They just need to get their sort of house in order. And and these characters are durable. Like a decade might pass, um, but then they'll be in a position to do it again. And I, I think within." about four years, I would say, after they've... Right now, they're a, if you go by what's been released, right now, timeline-wise, it's a mess, but they're clearly trying to rearrange and fix, you know?
1: So, yeah, uh, I guess for me, I don't know that I really need to build up movies. So mm. what I would do is just start fresh and just do Justice League. And what you do is Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman are icons. Everybody knows their story. You don't need to focus on them. But, you know, have like Superman in Metropolis and Batman in Gotham. And then you could kind of focus more on some of the auxiliary members like Green Lantern or Flash. And then maybe build the story around like doing the White Martian thing. That's and a that way idea. you idea. can lead into, yeah. And that way you really don't have to like tell us too much about Batman in a Justice League movie. You just have him there, have him take out four of those super powered White Martians. And that's enough. Like, I don't need to know his parents died. Or anything like that. Just like throw us in. We know Batman, Superman. They're iconic. Fill it with like uh, maybe a, a supporting cast member, or like well, the Daily Planet. You know, that's that's me.
0: No, you no, know, I I think you make some some really great moments. So, well, are you saying that like you don't want the solo movies for Batman and Superman as well, or you do? Do you do it after?
1: You know? Right. Like to me, you don't have to do it before. Just like. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to. I mean, I just think it'd be cool, just like to be introduced to this whole universe like at once. Like I think that's what uh, George Miller was gonna do. Mm, he was mm. doing Justice League Mortal, right? And mm. it's like he had uh, Green Lantern and Flash and Wonder Woman and Marshall Manhunter. But I don't think that we would have been like here's a half hour about you know it wouldn't be here's fifty minutes of Batman, no, and and then everybody else would be like, you know, yeah, we'll I mean, flesh they, out, Batman it, in his own movie.
0: It's it's kind of like it. What do you call it? It's, it's like almost confirmation bias, but basically people look at Marvel and go, oh my God, that's the only way to do it, where you had one movie building each character and then you did a team-up movie. I'm going, That's yeah. one way to do it.
1: but I hate that people think that you have to do that. I had that argument with a, a former coworker. I'm like, no, you don't have to do it the same way. Like, no, exactly, it can't be done, exactly. it just it, hasn't so, been
0: done. That's exactly right. It hasn't been done, and it does take a bit of planning. You know, and it does take a good script. These are things that the original, the original Justice League movie just didn't have—a good script, (laughs) a terrible script—and it was done. It was done very poorly. Like they, they were, they were. How can you say doomed from the jump? You know, there. But uh, hopefully, they've learned some lessons. I don't know. Like you, you could one hundred percent though. I agree with you. You could do a Justice League movie, and it could be the first appearance of a recast Flash. recast Green Lantern and pretty much most of the cast you know probably a recast Superman and it could definitely be done if it's a good movie and then you could expand on their solo stuff in their own movies I remember when I was collecting just like originally back in like the 90s with Grant Morrison that was very much how it felt like he was really good at giving you snippets of each character Almost, all yeah. weird, Like, in good stories, it almost felt like little advertisements for the character. He was very good at getting the voice of whatever the characters were doing in their own book. And if you wanted to read Green Lantern, and I did, you could go and read him, and you'd get a lot more depth of that character, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, use the Justice League as, like, here's a tease, and, you know, exactly. you can flesh out the ones that, need, that general audiences need to become familiarized with.
0: That's right. But other
1: things, just like, just do the iconic stuff, and the people will be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know Batman.
0: In essence, as well, they did that. DC did that. Warner's did that with Aquaman. You know, Aquaman came out, and in Just League, and he was probably one of the more popular, at least, things. You know, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, and they did the Aquaman movie. It made a fortune. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean. Example. Like that, um, except I didn't really care for the Momoa Aquaman, No, no, but uh, yeah.
0: regardless of whether we liked it or not, I'm just saying that was something that that audiences seemed to like in that movie at the time. Then they went and fleshed him out in his own movie, so they, they yeah. and it was a big success. Yeah. So forget about what we think of the movies themselves. I'm just saying that marketing strategy did work. Yeah, um, exactly.
1: Like, uh,
0: yeah. yeah, there's some interesting stuff, man. So, well, we'll I love it and look that's that's the fascinating thing about Warners they give you endless amounts to talk about because I think they've they've sort they're sort of like they've fumbled the ball that many times and yet still kept moving down the field somehow like and I know, yeah. you know and it it gives you like it, it's kind of like sometimes there's a train wreck but then they turn out these movies that make like 800 million to a billion and you're like okay can they they can still kind of do it but it's just their hit rate is just not is not, is not not close to Marvel, but they're still... They show promise at times, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's interesting stuff, and it's kind of interesting how they're going the opposite way, where they're more freedom to do different things, right? Like, we had a Joker movie.
0: Um, yeah, ex- you know. exactly. People... Like, you know, and, and these things aren't... You know, I'm glad... Like, I, I don't... The Joker movie wasn't my favourite movie of all time, but I enjoyed it, and I'm glad they <laughs> did it. And... You look at Marvel, and that's the furthest thing that they would do. You know, they just don't want to go yeah. in that direction at all. And I don't know, I, I still feel in my heart of hearts, if I strip it down, and I am very neutral on the whole divide of the companies, like, and, you know, I almost don't care, but they do have some very strong characters at DC, and they have a deep backlog of staff. Um, and some of that stuff can really be fleshed out. Like, it. they do extend far beyond just Batman and Superman, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, so many different... Well, that's... I was talking to my sister the other day, and she's like, and I'm sorry, we probably need to get into the book, but uh, right. just real quick, Um, she was like, yeah, I always like DC... Marvel because they're more bright yeah. and happy, and DC's, like, really dark, and I was like, this isn't right because, like, do you remember JLA Avengers where the Avengers go and meet um yeah. DC, the Justice League, and they're like... Uh, the Justice League's like these guys are like really
0: dark yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
1: you know that 's the d c that I know where um,
0: well, Superman uh, in the comics in general is not dark. That's not his... Yeah, ethos. like, Batman's
1: really the only one that's dark, I would say. Yeah, he's but... just the
0: most popular one as well, though. So it's like a yeah. lot of people's, are colored by Batman being, you know, in the films a lot, a lot and the cartoons and everything.
1: Well, it's almost like he's infected everything because that's what was successful at, DC, at Warner Brothers. Sure. And similar to Marvel, how Iron Man was successful, and that's what kind of ended up setting the tone for all those movies. Um, anyway. But no, it's just gonna... weird that people have a different perception... If they're coming into the movies, yeah.
0: I mean, it's yeah, exactly. They talking in sort of general generalities, and um, they're sort of getting it wrong. But at the same time, they're pointing towards the media, which they see, which does inform that point of view because they haven't then gone.
1: Oh yeah, and back. in that sense, yeah, in that sense, they're totally right. Yeah. I did want to mention that you talked about Hawkman. Are you excited to see him in Black Adam?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Why not? Yeah. Um, too, I'm, but. I'm. I mean, I love Hawkman, and I think he's a cool character. And he never has had a role, as far as I'm aware, in in live action like t- um, movies. I know he has in TV, but um, yeah, yeah. no, I I think he's a cool character. I, I love Hawkman and Green Arrow, and their kind of yin, yin yin and yang kind of um relationship mm. in the Just League pages. I, see, I think that kind of thing's cool. Um, yeah, for sure. I'd love to see the Just League on a satellite kind of thing. Uh, you know, circling Earth. I was.
1: Dude, I was gonna say that uh, earlier. I was gonna say when you do another Justice League movie, put them on the satellite. You know? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think you have to.
0: It's a great, great era. Um, now, turning to uh, this yeah. uh, Flash thing, so we'll, we'll 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 sort of go first. The, the Final Night was the first uh, issue, and I must say, I was reading a not a lot, but I was reading DC at this time, and I was collecting. Uh, I, I I bought the Final Night trade um I yep. was reading Green Lantern just League Superman because uh, I remember the tie-ins to, to all of them um and so Final Night has always had a good place in my heart because I was reading the comics at the time um and I, and I wasn't reading flash um but I enjoyed seeing this final Night storyline and um, it just shows you what a good event it was basically you know
1: yeah, you know, I should go back and revisit that. Um because I remember as a kid being kind of bored with it honestly because it was like yeah, you know, everybody's just sad that they're going to die like this this is kind of but as an adult, I'm sure I'd get more out of it, you know.
0: It's a pretty cool story. Yeah, maybe there is a lot of that, but there's a there's a really great moment for um Hal Jordan at the end, too. Um Yeah, mhm. Yeah, no it's And it's, it is,
1: you yeah. know, there's a lot of legion in there where um Yeah, the legion of Stup- is stuck. Gonna-
0: Stuck on the twentieth century, I, from memory, aren't they? Yep, exactly. Yeah, and
1: that's, the yeah. the whole Sun Eater thing is like it's a Legion villain, the death of
0: feralad right? Yeah, it's a Legion villain, which I which anyway. I I thought was cool. Um, but a great little storyline, uh, and it was funny how it kind of tied into the previous Flash storyline with Abracadabra, who thankfully doesn't really make an appearance here in anything other than name for once. <laughs> thank God, Mark Wade. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he was in all the other volumes, I think, but it doesn't appear in this one. I was kind of waiting in the main story if he was going to end up being uh, involved in that. But, yeah, this one kind of just in broad strokes talks about how The Flash has news of, you know, the final night situation and that it might be even more hopeless than people realize. And he reveals that to Linda,
0: who wants to share it with the world and...
1: I I kind of don't like the fact that Linda takes things that he says in confidence no, yeah, and then reports on like them. It.
0: No, I don't like it. It, it. it almost sounds a bit. It's almost like a bit desperate. Like, her, and they they try to justify it by like I've got my career too, and it's like yeah, but he you're you're getting stuff as you say in confidence, and just straight away going to the news outlet and for your further in your this career.
1: situation. Sorry, go ahead.
0: I was just saying for the furtherment of her own career, you know, and I'm just like, mm, I'm not sure if Lois did this every single time, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, it just felt a little, uh, I don't know, like not. Uh, not kosher. Not anyway, on the up and up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, better, But also, yeah. I guess in this particular situation, I guess I can understand it because it would be like if you had um, a friend and you find out they're cheating on your wife or cheating on their wife or something. Mm. It's a big enough deal where you're like, well, maybe I should tell them. Like oh in yeah. Situation yeah. where it's like
0: yeah. you all but, are, but, but die. it's not Flash's fault. Maybe. That's pretty big news. But Flash, it's not Flash's True, fault. But... This things happening, but but I love the but way. It, it's
1: she... Also, like, is it a big enough news where you you feel like you have to tell people? You know, but um... I, I
0: don't even understand what the big reveal was. She's like, uh, the reveal was that if they if they get rid of the sun, either the sun might go supernova. Is is, is that the big reveal?
1: Basically, yeah. It's just like. Uh, the situation is more hopeless than we even thought.
0: One thing I do love, and this is just the cynic in me, but, you know, he's like, "Don't do it, don't do it." And then of course she does it, but she does it with like this rah rah speech, and like that apparently is enough to like for him to be like, "Oh wow, like great speech, like yeah, you're right." You, you yeah, you know, I like...
1: think you know the fact that she did it in a way that wasn't. Going to depress people as much, but like, still, people probably blew their brains out. After That's that. what I'm
0: saying. But, but, like, <laughs> this is where I rub my eyes. Like, the media pushing a story, pushing a message. We're so aware of how they do it all the time. They do it even worse now than they did in the '90s. And just because of the way she conveyed the story, the facts remain the facts. So, if someone was like on the edge, she's not going to be the only person broadcasting this news. As soon as she breaks that news, there's going to be a thousand outlets. Doing, oh, their, true, yeah. doing their own takes. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, as if her doing kind of, like, the statesman-like, you know, address to the nation, kind of, she's not the president, you know? And, yeah. uh, like, if someone was sitting there with a gun in their mouth, uh, you know, they might go, oh, yeah, she's 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 doing a positive spin. You flip the channel and you've got the crazies who are really going the yeah, next level Alex with the paranoia. Jones. Yeah, yeah, the Alex Joneses, they just pull the trigger. And yeah, at, I agree. Yeah, and that and that's where I'm like, well, she, I don't know, like it was. I guess they're doing like she's a journalist, a fearless journalist, which they also do with Lois Lane. But I'm like, Lois definitely doesn't run to the press on and print every single thing she gets off Superman. You know? Yeah, this made her
1: unlikable to me, especially because they kept fighting about it, and Wally yeah. kept backing down. But I'm like, yeah, maybe we need like to set bitch. some ground rules. Like, if I say something to you and I don't tell you that it's fit to print, then you
0: yeah. know. Well, that's, that's it, man. Like, I mean, I, I can tell you, even as, uh, you know, obviously the emperor of signal, stuff comes across my desk, like back channels. And, and, and sometimes some, some some people say off the record. And I'm like, yeah, off the record. I don't go, oh, you're off the record. And then I just rush to the fucking microphone. You know what I mean? Like, I'm using a stupid example, yeah. but, but like, yeah, but I didn't like the way the pussification uh, of comic books in America obviously started with Mark Wade's flash run because... Uh, yeah, he makes... Wally's like, oh, no, I'm not sure if we can survive this. And then she just does it anyway, and he's like, yeah, okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, no, I was... Linda went down a notch uh, for me here, and she had plenty of attitude. I, I don't know. At the same time, if you go on the other angle, like strong woman in power and message, you know, her career got a boost from it, and mm-hmm. and that apparently was enough. You know, instead of success is the best revenge. Like she references it constantly throughout the book, like, oh, my career's really going gangbusters (laughs) since Final Night. he should be like, he should flip it back at her. Yeah, when you reported, should I told you not to report? Yeah, I remember it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, I guess uh, we should mention also, we were talking about the art a little bit, and the art is mostly by Paul Ryan. Sure. um, Who I was saying, like, I don't dislike his art or his figure work. You know, I think it does look nice, but just. Something about it, uh, it just doesn't seem as like kinetic or exciting as the art on the book previously.
0: Yeah, I mean, I look at his work and I think very workmanlike. Um, yeah. It is a bit statuesque. Uh, his wally does look a bit stiff. I mean, it, it is good art. It definitely is good artwork. But I agree with you, that it, it's maybe not of the same category. If you remember, uh, uh, was is his name Mike Waringo? Um, yeah and there was someone else who I really liked was it Scott Collins Uh,
1: we I think you liked
0: um, I like Scott Collins
1: I know that the guy that that did the 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 death of or the return of Barry Allen yeah Uh, Greg LaRocque I think you liked him I did like
0: that a lot yeah yeah uh, where am I getting Scott Collins from? I feel like that's the name of
1: He does talking. the art later. I don't right. think we've seen anything. Okay. He does the Jeff Johns run.
0: Right. Okay. You yeah, know, it's. It, it's um, What did you say the guy's name was? I like? Laroque. Greg LaRoque. Roque. Okay. Yeah. Is he still alive? Is he still working?
1: Uh, He's alive. He's I don't alive. know if he's really working. Wow.
0: Yeah, no, I did like him. Yeah, but, like, I uh, want to. Or I guess to say I don't know if he's working on comics, I guess I should say. Mike Sorry. Waringo uh, sadly passed away, and uh, as you say, Greg LaRoque set very high bar. This guy's not bad um but but you are right there's just something about his characters that does seem a little bit stiff but i mean i certainly couldn't do any better frankly
1: no yeah yeah i guess it's just it feels a little less modern than the book had felt
0: yeah but i do i do like his drawings and at times i was
1: like like when he draws the justice league later i was like that's actually really cool because i'm not used to seeing that justice league not drawn by like uh howard porter or whatever.
0: I agree. No, yeah, he he does a good job. I mean, I like these shots in the next issue where he's going to Hong Kong, and he's and he's and he's going around look, looking at stuff in Hong Kong and everything. Like it looks pretty cool. Like it's. He, I think he, that might be a different artist. But, yes, oh, really? Okay. Well,
1: oh, you're right. No, you're right. It is him. Okay, it is him.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I like, I like it. Like I mean, it's not my favorite of all time, but it's it, it's kind of fun. And, and turning to the next story, I really liked it. Where it I actually thought this was a really good one shot where Wally's trying to remember what uh, what's her name? Linda, uh, was uh, what is her name? Mm-hmm. Linda, is that right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Linda, yeah, yeah, I where Linda's
0: like, bit. you know, she's real hard to buy for. And by the way, I know exactly how that feels. Michelle's exactly the same, like, it's <laughs> like, want something, doesn't I'm, I'm like, could you, you know, let's drop the hints. What, what would you like me to get you, you know, and you know, <laughs> very, <laughs> yeah. Unloic kind of messaging coming back but also super pissed off if you get the wrong thing or you know whatever so it's tough and i can appreciate i can appreciate while position positioning he's trying to remember it as he's like spinning around all through the globe i thought it was cool and then at the end of it it just comes down to her basically saying what does she say like it's this time she wants or something or
1: she wants him to listen to her, which he got her like a really ugly sweater because that's where they had that conversation to symbolize that he was listening. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was a nice little story. This is actually not in the Flash book. It was in a holiday special. Okay. And it's just really good to see that Mark Wade, and this is also written by Brian Augustine, we should mention. Yeah, R.I.P.
0: Um, R.I.P. Yeah. Passed Sadly. away just earlier this week. Uh, Cashed out. I, I said to you, he couldn't outrun the Reaper, could he? You know? <laughs>
1: so tasteful
0: <laughs> well it, it's in keeping with no, none of us can man none of us can we can keep going yeah, yeah. you know like it's not a judgement call like you, you, everyone catches the last train out you know
1: yeah he's a, he's a talented guy though of course we should yeah. say um, Super talented. I really enjoyed his writing here
0: I love his writing and his editing and he also did Archie 1941 I mean yeah the guy was guy was excellent in um, Gotham by the Gaslight I figured Gotham by one Gaslight you. man you nice pluck there very nice pluck um, yeah, no, I, I have a lot of respect for him, and it's very sad yeah. that he's passed away. Now, yeah, but well, I mean, yeah, I, I, was I sorry thought... I was going to say, no. it's
1: impressive they did this nice little eight-page story, which I don't think a lot of people
0: pull off eight-page yeah. stories anymore. That's right. We're not back no. in, like, 1947 or something when that was the way it was, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or or back in the day, even in the 70s, in, the, in my Bronze Age comics, where you get the backup in the Justice League. Mm-hmm. You know, or the backup in brave and bold, and you had to flex your muscles, and yeah. you, and you you often saw guys like a, a James Dematteis, a very young James Mateus, or someone along those lines, getting a run early on, and the guys who could do it there, they obviously proved they could do it later. You know, and Monk Wade, yeah. I will say this, a very professional rider, and I feel he was at his peak in the nineties. You know, I think he was, I think he was peaking, man, <laughs> all through the nineties, dude. I really do. I mean, I really like his Legion stuff,
1: which was 2000s, and his Fantastic Four is pretty good. Early 2000s, man. Early 2000s, dude. I mean, I can't really remember much he did after, like, 2006. Um, His Brave and the Bold run was pretty fun, but yeah. Uh, Oh, actually, no. His Daredevil run is excellent, and that was, like, 2010.
0: I take his Flash run. I take his Just League. I take his Kingdom Come. uh, All of that dwarfs his Daredevil. You know I saying? would
1: take his Daredevil over wow. any of that.
0: Wow, that's a big call. <laughs> and I'm a DC guy. Yeah, I Maybe, think you know, I, I, I think you need reason. to take you need to take those glasses off those rose colored glasses. <laughs> and uh... I will
1: say I I haven't read uh, rose colored glasses it's kind of funny because it's Daredevil, you know. Yeah. But, um, that's I I haven't really read much of his work since Daredevil because um, I wasn't really loving what I I mean I haven't read much of his Avengers. It was but hot trash.
0: It was hot trash. We've covered it on <laughs> Signal many times. Um, really? I call it Grandpa Wade when he comes in and tries to be cool with the kids. Yeah, It's bad <laughs> yeah, I stuff. I
1: haven't read any of it, really. So it's really, oh, it's... I
0: might sample it. I've sampled it. It's terrible. I would say don't no, sample it. No, said I, I said I might sample it. Yeah, I'm saying don't sample it. It's terrible. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, uh, but uh, I guess, you know, I'll give him some credit. Uh, not credit, but I'll excuse him a little bit because... He wrote the Avengers during that era where they were like, "Oh, uh, oh you like Steve Rogers? Oh, he's he's gone. Yeah. Thor, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, who else? Iron Man, he's gone. Like everybody was like replaced." Yeah, I know. It sucked. Yeah, I know, but sucked. I mean, it's not really his fault that he was dealing with that status quo. Yeah, but I'll say.
0: You, uh, I hear that. But a, a good writer, you know, yeah. come on, he, <laughs> he's enough. just past, dude. He, look, I'm sorry. He's, he's the here's the sad truth. He's well past his prime. You know, he should be almost put out <laughs> hey, to pasture.
1: Yeah. Hey, his World Finest book comes out in a couple months. Yeah,
0: maybe that'll be something. Look, maybe he's got something left in him. He, you know, maybe, I, I hope he does. I, I just hope it's not Ali in the final fights, you know? Um, <laughs> I just, I really do. I No, his World Finest I am excited for, for sure. Like, I mean, maybe he needs that, and, you know... As you say, he was writing in a tough era there at Marvel, and I, you know, I excuse it because <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like I'm like fuck that Marvel stuff from back then. I go to <laughs> I, I go to the Flash. It's solid stuff. I go to his Kingdom Come, his Just League Tower of Babel, uh, his Just League Year One. I mean, this is this is gold. He has a great
1: Justice League run. Yeah, gold. He,
0: he's dealing in gold. That's what I'm comparing it to, man. You know, I, I'll mention. A, Have you
1: ever read his uh, Heaven's Ladder?
0: I really in, in I in fact bought it at the time um, that it came out, and I it was like in an oversized, almost magazine format yeah. one shot. Yeah, no, I, I bought it at the time. Um, I was buying everything Just League related at the time, and I yeah. always wow. from the from from the nineties when I was this is when I heavily was buying a lot of DC. His name on a comic was almost pretty much a buy, and it was only my my massive. <laughs> Bias against Flash that I didn't buy his Flash. Run. <laughs> Can so you, you now? Yeah. You've
1: just become a completely unreliable narrator.
0: No, no, I'm just no, no. But I'm saying I I bought every in general his his name was one of the things that I so was buying. I I mean I bought his Brave and the Bold. You know I bought most of his stuff and I enjoyed most of it. I thought his Tower of Babel and just... when if Grant Morrison wasn't doing Just League. Mark Wade was a very, very good replacement, you know, um, yeah. and so no, I, I have a lot of respect for Mark Wade. I, I you know, I'm not going to criticize him too heavily on that that Marvel shit because, as you say, it was a shit period, like as yeah. well. Like, you know, sometimes you yeah. you put a star player in a very weak team. Unfortunately, it doesn't change the result. You know, if you surrounded right, by yeah, I mean, I
1: think you can most uh, point to any creator and say, like, yeah. you know, that wasn't your best. Point. Was was Heaven's Ladder very good though? I've been meaning no, to read it. No,
0: it wasn't. It was no. um, it was overpriced. Uh, it was annoyingly big, and and I remember thinking this isn't great. Um, okay. it's got good artwork, you know. It's it, look, it, look, it's okay, but it, it it's like a, it's like um, it's just an average story that they've pumped up to maximum size and maximum mm-hmm. price. And I bought it. I time. heard him
1: talk about it on Centrus lately. I think he said yeah. it was like his magnum opus on the Justice League. So I was curious.
0: It? His Tower of Babel's way better. <laughs> way better. Um, yeah,
1: but I mean, Tower of Babel is pretty much a Batman story.
0: Like, yeah, well, it's pretty fucking great as well. You know, <laughs> I do like it. I don't. I don't think that's even my favorite. Well, of why his wouldn't run, King- why wouldn't Kingdom Come be considered his magnum opus? That's a far better storyline.
1: Yeah, then my, then I might I might have been misrepresenting what he meant.
0: Well, he can he can say it all he wants. He can but like having bought it at the time I remember thinking it was mediocre and overpriced and I was and I, and I regretted buying it, you know, because it was expensive. I always
1: have a problem with it because it's so big and it like yeah. it's hard to open it the binding. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, It was annoying, like frankly. Uh yeah, no. Let's move on from because it annoys me to even remember buying it because <laughs> I, <remember, laughs> right. I remember buying it. So I, I enjoyed yeah. the I enjoyed the uh storyline with uh Linda, you know, once again, quite difficult to please. Um yeah. he gets a sweater for her, she just wants to like you know, wants him to listen and all this kind of stuff. We all know he suffers from like attention deficit disorder almost, so you yeah. know, back in back in today's terms, um you could almost play the victim card. You know? I've got attention deficit disorder. You can't <laughs> say that to me. You know what I mean? Like play that card. <laughs> You know, know. You she know. could get cancelled. Yeah, she could get cancelled. The fictional character of Linda, is her surname Park, I want to say? Yeah. Yeah, Linda Park could be cancelled. I love it when people try to cancel fictional characters. It's, it's awesome. It's <laughs> like, you are aware this is not actually a real person. And they're like...
1: Yeah. yeah, and in fact, sometimes that's the point, you know. They're trying to make a, yeah,
0: you know, a, a message or whatever. like Or a baddie, a baddie. It's like, we can't have this baddie, they yeah, are okay. too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Then we have what I feel, and I might be controversial here, I think is the weakest storyline in the entire book. It's the Flash-Nightwing mm-hmm. team-up, which I had high hopes for. And it's not even that it's that bad. It's just too long. And it just drags on and on and on with their team-up. What did you think of this?
1: So over the course of this run, we've had team-ups with Aquaman, Green Lantern. We had a team-up with Nightwing already, um, Argus, and a bunch of other characters, I feel like. And it's never, like, the strong part of the series. Captain Marvel, we had a team-up there. And it's always not the strong part. And it's just like, this is actually a one-shot special, but it's just, every time, I'm just like, excited for the guest star and it just never is that exciting
0: i expected more um and maybe i would have put chuck Dixon in the driver's seat here i feel he could have given us a better nightwing story it just it was just kind of painfully slow they go to new orleans like the storyline has promised they go to new orleans they go to this house uh they have these two girls who are sort of drunk sort of from the mardi gras i guess and, I don't know, it just, it just dragged on and on and on. I like
1: how you focus on the girls from the Mardi Gras instead of mentioning the <laughs> fact that they're going to this crazy,
0: like, house. Like, it's I'm like the Winchester Mystery House I, or whatever. I'm just trying to paint a picture for the for the listeners at home. <laughs> the girls are in the house as well from the Mardi Gras, and they're drunk. And, yeah, you
1: know. they're like, uh, they yeah, okay, whatever.
0: And then, but you know, I, I thought the house thing
1: was pretty cool. I just didn't really love where it turned up. It was like an alien invasion I didn't think was that interesting.
0: I thought it was lame as hell. Like, but then the house, different doors went to different cities. Um, I, it's just a shorter read. Like, I, I, um, I, I struggled with it. Some of the artwork of the alien stuff is cool. Um. It's weird that when they go to those other cities, there's never any, like,
1: other people. No, like, I don't know no. if that's an art thing. that <laughs> They just didn't feel like drawing it, but there's never
0: anybody there. There's a really bad part where, um, Mark Wade's trying to be cool and call something diggity dank. That was a low moment in the comic. I was like, Jesus Christ, Mark Wade! Like, as if you know the the language of the streets, you know. It could have
1: been Brian Augustine. We don't know. (laughs) Well, we're gonna we're gonna
0: take cheap shots at the guy who's just died. (laughs) I'm just saying, Brian Augustine, Augustine and Wade. So Brian Augustine's still warm in his grave, and adding the computers, you know, putting this on him, diggity dank. I, I, yeah, I read that and I was like, I was like, wow. Like, remember that song? There was a song called, like, Diggity or Go Diggity or something in the 90s. I don't know if you, you're probably too young to remember yeah. it. It sucked.
1: Yeah, it was in a movie recently, yeah. Yeah, it, it yeah.
0: sucked hard. And um, having to hear this sucked even harder. Yeah, I look, yeah. I'd get, look as a team-up, I'd give it like a 6 out of 10. I just felt the storyline wasn't very good, you know? Uh, yeah, I didn't love it
1: either. And I also want to say this is unrelated to this story, but I borrowed this from a library app, and like, there's ten times where the pages are printed out of order, and it drove really me nuts. wow. Yeah, there is, like ten different times where I'll read, and I was tired when I was reading, so I was like, do I just not remember what I was reading, and That's then funny. I'm like, no, it doesn't make any sense. And then I flip forward a page, and they swap the pages.
0: Wow. Okay. So I mean, I don't do anything with libraries, like um do you say you borrowed it, like digitally?
1: Yeah, like they just have an app. Um, they go through a service called Hoopla, oh. and you can just borrow any book they have on there. And they have like, right. you know, pretty much anything that would be on like Comixology Unlimited is on here for free. So Wow,
0: really? Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> pretty handy. Yep,
1: they have most, especially DC, they have like almost everything and they get it. Um, wow. They'll add it the week it comes out. So That's I could probably good. even get, like, uh, what was that one that we wanted? Before the Darkness. I bet it's probably on here already mm. for free. Yeah. Really? That's pretty free cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's good app.
0: I didn't even know that that existed. Um, wow. So, I mean, but it's digital, yeah, as opposed to, I mean, sorry, I haven't been in a library since the 90s where you would go in and you'd borrow a book. <laughs> You know. Yeah, it's digital, so basically,
1: you know, it's an app filled with all their different books, and wow. um, you can only borrow, like, 25 books a month or something, but you can right. keep them for, like, 30 days. You never have to wait on anything. So, and, yeah, look, and, uh, I just looked up Legion of Superheroes Before the Darkness, uh, yeah. Volume 2, yeah. which came out, like, two days ago. Yeah. It's here. I can borrow it and look at it.
0: That's pretty cool, Perfect. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it's just speaking of Legion Before the Darkness, so that's the... That's the newest uh Legion book, isn't it? The newest like reprint of the of the 70s yeah. era. It's Levitz, isn't it? Is it Levitz? Uh
1: it has a tiny bit of Levitz, but I think it's mostly Kurt Bus- or no Jerry Conway and Roy Thomas. Yeah. So it's gonna fill up that gap between Before the Darkness volume one okay.
0: and the Great Darkness saga. I'm just looking here. So I want to make sure I get this because there's one thing I don't want. It's to oh, it's gonna it's gonna fill that gap. Oh, beautiful. Okay, yeah. so I'll get yeah, that for perfect. sure. Perfect. Here it is, and got... it's got
1: that Christmas story we just covered.
0: Right. I just saw that. I've got it here on Amazon. Yeah, I'm going to make that purchase today. That's thank you for uh, announcing that, Adam. That's actually very helpful. Oh yeah, me.
1: uh, I meant to ask you the other day. I just assumed you had already bought it.
0: No, I, I just I I haven't. I've actually been very good recently. There's been. Uh, a lot less content coming out from DC and Marvel and reprints. Uh, I think just waiting for some stuff this year, like I'm really looking forward to that question on one of us. Um, Yeah. And I've got Flash Volume 3 on pre-order, and there's something else I've got on order. But no, I'm, 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 I'm in a nice mode at the moment. Um, very nice mode.
1: I am excited for them to do their next round of, here's what we have coming out for the next year. You know, and they sometimes will do a big dump. Um, It'd be nice to see what they have planned.
0: Oh, 100%, man. Yeah, for sure. Now, turning to the next issue of Flash, this politician storyline was probably, I think, my favourite in the book. I really enjoyed it. The presidential race... Uh, the yeah. top character coming back. Um, I I I really thought this was good stuff.
1: Me too. Uh, and the top is a character that's really important in the in the Johns run, so it's good oh. to have him here. Yeah. Okay. He's one this, that I didn't yeah. really remember. Like you always hear about the Flash rogues, but like the the top always seemed like one you didn't hear about.
0: And yet he's quite threading in the storyline, isn't he? And Piper mm-hmm. getting out of um. Uh, coming, you know, out of, like, his shell, really, to, to try to beat him. Cause yeah, Piper... and there's
1: some interesting stuff about... Um, you know, they focus on him feeling, like, threatened by the candidate as a gay man, you know? Yes, that's, that's right. Yeah.
0: Well, that, that's right. And, and they, they do point to the guy has, like, a conservative uh, viewpoint, and they paint him, like... And they paint him as the villain, and then the twist that he... Like, although his views are controversial, he's not actually the top. It's his second in charge. You know? That yeah, was that
1: was kind of a cool misdirect. This also starts the whole thing where um, the mayor is trying to get Wally to leave Central City. Yeah. Um, which was the, the kind of a, the plot thread through these... Which issues, I also
0: so. enjoyed. I felt like... I don't feel this is the strongest flashbook we've done. It's enjoyable, don't get me wrong. But I felt mm-hmm. that that storyline was a nice little kind of backbeat story and position the character. I thought that was a good move by Mark Wade. I kind of enjoyed that, because it, it makes... Like, like it makes sense. Like, so, you know, all these uh, flash events that are targeting the city. What's the city called again? What's is it What's it called? Oh, this is Keystone. Keystone City. So it, it, it makes sense. And like the mayor's saying, you know, like your villains are coming in every day of the week, like trashing the city and stuff. We're constantly, you know, having to pay the bills. I just thought it was... Um, you, you get both viewpoints. Like he's saying, "I live here. Um, you yeah, know, my girlfriend's here. Um, although she's kind of sometimes a bitch that I might like. You know, want to like when when he was going to the other city and that and that blonde was putting out signals. You know, Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, You know, I was kind of like, I don't know, maybe time to trade up. Um, you know, like <laughs> yeah, and the thing with know. the
1: mayor too is he's not like evil. He's just no. actually concerned." Yeah, he's but... actually doing it to the detriment of his campaign, so it was kind of interesting. Yeah, no, it's interesting. You no, know, I just thought it was. A,
0: look, I just thought it was an entertaining little backstory, you know. And um, oh yeah, and I like this stuff with Piper. I like the stuff about the gay rights and everything, and how concerned he is. Um, it was good to see Piper kind of like come out with all these, like, you know, when you get the thing, he's got the big nineties goggles on and um it's kind of got the shoulder holster going i was like good for you piper you're really kind of getting out there out and about yeah it was
1: cool to see him and uh, also the trickster who's who was always kind of one of my more favorite of the rogues because he was kind of like the riddler or the joker i loved what um, i saw of him the Flash so rogues.
0: do you see him in um in like jeff Johns's run
1: yeah so that's what i was gonna say is him and piper are kind of important. There's a big story in the John's run Mm. called the Rogue War. And there's three different factions of rogues and one of them's read I think by like um Captain Cold leads one faction and then The Trickster and Pied Piper another and then the third is actually the top. And the top is really creepy in the Jeff
0: Johns run. I think it'll be a lot of fun to do. I'm looking forward to that man. So you know it's just nice to nice to get this kind of stuff. I mean, I really... I, see, I feel the artwork here's good. I, I was enjoying this artwork, and um, I, I just thought it was good, solid comic book, and you see Piper in his cell, he gets locked up. They, they're kind of nice to him at the end when they drop the charges. I'm like, you know, I was kind of like, what are they going to do with Piper? Like, he, he was a, he's a convicted felon who's out, you know, um, out at done his time, but he came out with a gun and everything. Like, what's going to happen to him after all the reveals? But they just dropped the charges, which was kind of nice. At <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, which it's like, maybe you shouldn't have completely dropped the charges. Like, he still was going to kill the wrong guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, like... But I guess the the scandal of it all as well. So yeah. The the guy was going to win the presidency. Now, I had a question. I remember around this period, maybe a year later, Lex Luthor became president for a while, I recall.
1: Uh, that would probably be four years later, uh, uh, around 2000.
0: Right, yeah. And no, I, I, I was... I was reading through this whole period and I do recall, um, you know, through the late nineties and I was, a, I was buying quite a bit of DC and I do recall that was a really entertaining time when he became president. There was a lot of cool stories around that period. If you, I don't know if you were reading at that time.
1: Yeah. Uh, not at the time, but I've read some stuff since. And I, that's something I'd like to dip into a bit more. I think he kind of got ousted, um, he did, with the yeah. Superman Batman book, right?
0: You're vaguely something. There were, yeah, he was plagued by scandal, as you'd imagine, like it was you know, but it was just oh, yeah. a, it was just a cool period, you know, like that probably went for a year or something. like I just thought it was a neat turn for the character and everything, like, and um, there was some good stuff, oh, yeah you know like, I think
1: they should do more stuff like that, like, um,
0: I don't know, did they ever do any presidents at Marvel? I can't really think of
1: any. Well, you had Obama turning up with Spider Man in that fucking promotional yeah, yeah. opportunity, like you know. <laughs> I know in the Ultimate Comics they had Steve Rogers become Cap or become president. I thought that was. And very cool. in
0: the in the regular Marvel comics in the late seventies, early eighties, there was a the big thing about would Cap run for president? I recall. I believe it was oh, Roger yeah. Stern's That's... run. I do recall famously in my first ever DC book that my mum bought me Ronald Reagan. Turns up in Batman and the Outsiders because it's during the Olympics. At the Olympics, yeah, yeah, okay.
1: That
0: was a, that That's was cool. a that was a big uh, comic book to get at the time. I loved that book. I was like, wow, Ronnie <laughs> Reagan's in this. All right, okay, yeah, yeah fun I, stuff. It was it was great. I think I want to say Maxi Zeus was the villain. I believe um, uh, back who I yeah. had no idea who that character was. I didn't know who anyone was other than Batman. I was just like, wow, there's a lot of cool characters here. Who's this Metamorpho guy? I like him, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, Metamorphosis is very cool.
0: Yeah, no, it was great stuff. So, I mean, I honestly would give this story arc of the presidential run, I'd give it like an 8 out of 10. I thought it was the best thing in the book. Um, there's another good uh, arc that comes up involving the rogues that I also enjoyed. But was this your favourite in the, in the book or, or not?
1: Um, I'm trying to think what comes up after this. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was... Uh, I, just, I, just I will like say one thing of, that like. bugged me was the fact that nobody believed Pied Piper. They were all like, you're just crazy. You're just imagining this stuff.
0: Oh, hold on. Sorry. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on a sec, Adam. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Just kind of yeah. I'll just do a One, two. Three. One, two. Yeah, no, I agree. It was kind of weird that, like, considering how crazy the DC Universe is and Flash's Universe, like, I mean, dude, he's been going to the future, past, this, there, Barry Allen, you know, everything's been happening. I mean, what Pied Piper's saying isn't that nuts, you know?
1: Yeah, it isn't, and it's just the fact that they're supposed to be friends and they don't, like, give him the time of day, really.
0: And also, they see the top... Like that someone has on TV and they're like, Oh, that's a top. It's like, no shit. It's the top. Could it not be connected to what he's saying? You know? Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. I think I probably agree. This probably, I actually did like the stuff later on with, um, I don't remember the villain's name, but when he's in San Diego or wherever,
0: San Martin, uh, I think. The, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It, it, the guy that, um, has the illusions I thought was kind of cool.
0: mm. We'll yeah, no, he later, that, that, that was he was, he, he was cool. I I do agree with that actually. Yeah, um, then it was funny that this this advertisement in the next issue, uh, one twenty two. And I must must admit something that I like in digital collections when they put in the title page, the cover page when you're going to read the next one. I hate it when they take that out. You know? You, oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? I so, mean, I I agree
1: here. and I disagree because Why? it is nice when you're reading like Watchmen or something that it just kind of flows uh, to not have anything like that. No, fuck that. I I want to have the cover.
0: The cover's cool, man. Like, it just tells you there's a page break. I mean, you know, like, they talk about completists. I like to see the cover in there. Listeners, and and, uh, DC, if you're listening, put the cover pages in at the breaks. Adam, if he wants to get perfect flow, can just flick past quickly. You know? No, I can't. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I don't know. I've been noticing lately that I'm pretty fickle about my reading experiences. So, uh, like, a lot of times, like, I want to read whatever I read first. So, DC Universe 1 million, um, to me, I have to read that original trade, which it doesn't make any sense how they collected it. They threw in four issues of DC 1 million, an issue of Starman, an issue of JLA, like, four pages of another issue of JLA, four issues, or four pages of Green Lantern. And it's completely stupid how they made that trade. But. To me, that's what the story is. It's those, you know, right. that wishwash of stuff. And I don't know. I just, to me, it's kind of like when you read Kingdom Come, mm. you don't necessarily read it as four issues. You read it as oh, one no. story because it's become so um, yeah. big as that that collection, you know?
0: Yeah, true. When I bought the Kingdom Come um, trade back in the 90s at this period, because it was one of those rare books that got collected in trade straight away back then, uh, yeah. I don't think that the covers were in the middle, like like I'm saying they should yeah. be. I, I think they were at the back. There's a lot of back matter I remember in my trade. Mm-hmm. I still have that
1: trade. Do you actually. want them to be then? Do you would you like it if they did a new version and put the covers in there, like
0: in uh, between? The I, look honestly, personally, I prefer it. Like because I I like to see what the cover was at the time, and and um, I mean to, per, personally, I would say yes. Well, you know? Okay. But I know their argument, their argument is that books like Kingdom Come and Dark Knight Returns and Watchmen have become much better known, just as a lot of people would think they're almost standalone graphic novels, you know?
1: Yeah, I think people do. I've argued no. with people that they're like, no, Watchmen isn't a comic book, it's a graphic novel, and I'm like, first off, it's pretty much the same thing, yeah, and you sound pretentious. Yeah. Second off, it no, was it's a collected t- yeah. edition of...
0: 12 yeah. issues. It, like, in the 80s, it came out at 12 issues. You know, I'm not sure if they were monthly, but they definitely came out in 12. I think they were supposed
1: to be, but yeah. I think there's some delays. Yeah, but they, um, regardless, there were...
0: I'm pretty were, proud to have them. Oh, you should be, yeah. Yeah, people who do that have no idea, basically. You know? Yeah. And, and it also...
1: When it's like, you know that I'm a comic book fan. Like, can you not just trust me that I... Yeah
0: you know, maybe know a little bit about it. And also, can I say this? Um, those same people would have no idea. I'm looking, for example, at Justly International around the world, which is Volume 2. Some of those e- people think that that's a standalone. You know, when they see that on the shelves, they're not even aware that they're collections. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they don't really oh, yeah. know. They don't really know. They they Look, yes, definitely some... There are some comics that come out from Marvel and DC that are standalone, you know, that there are... Versions of it and stuff, but just putting them out in one uh, thing doesn't necessarily make them better just by the sense they've done that. Like, there's this weird thing where oh, if you if you release it all in one volume at once and put it out and have not done you know serialized, it's automatically going to be better. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, it just means these people don't understand how
1: little, how rarely DC and Marvel do that. You know, know. it's not common.
0: No, Marvel did it, uh, I want to say, almost 10 years ago now. They did a sequence of um, hardcovers. I got one of them, uh, Endless Wartime or something from Morinellis. Yeah, I had that one. It's okay, but it's not the greatest story I've ever read. The fact that they just did it like that was, you know, almost... It's almost a gimmick, you know? The Rick Remender one um, I have
1: that I've been meaning to read is Rage of Ultron. I've got that. And I don't know that I'm going to like the story, but the art is beautiful.
0: It's not too bad. I, I want to say i bought that as well at the time um i'm not sure if i if i just owned it digitally but i definitely have read it it's not it's 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 okay um it's, yeah. o- it's 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 okay it's not terrible put it put it that way
1: that's how a lot of his stuff is like i love his uncanny avengers but then i've tried reading anything else and never really gotten into it i even i meant to say uncanny x-force i liked a lot i like Uncanny that. avengers
0: is okay I, I mean i read his um his Capron. Uh, which I didn't okay. mind. I, I've also read quite a bit of his Black Science um, and his Fear I Agent. i tried that, yeah. I, I don't mind them. I mean, he's not my favorite, but I've read a lot of his stuff and just his more recent stuff and just been like, he's kind of, you know, image stuff. And I'm just like, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. Yeah,
1: and it's like, I imagine this is really for someone, but I just don't know if it's for me. I do want to read his Fear Agent.
0: Fear Agent's Fair good. Sure. I, I I would recommend his Fear Agent. I thought it was I thought it was very strong. Um,
1: I've read like six or
0: so, and yeah, but uh, it's go. it's all look. It, it's an interesting story. I mean, I enjoy it, but you know, some people wouldn't. Um,
1: I guess it's just like I was reading it, and I thought it was going to be like him on adventures, but then the first adventure kind of just dragged on a bit
0: longer than I was. <laughs> There's plenty of King stuff. Like, look, look. Uh, Look, if you don't like it, i don't like it. Look, for me, it's one of the strongest things I've read from him outside of Uncanny X-Force, personally.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be reading it again. Like, I did like it. It's just sometimes when you're expecting something to be a certain format yeah. or
0: yeah. a certain thing, yeah,
1: that's all it was. Yeah. Anyway.
0: All right, so we turn to the actual, uh, what I thought was a really cool advertisement and the art done in a kind of Warringo kind of style, um, where it's like, hi, yeah, my name is it's Wally actually,
1: West. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I don't
0: think it is Moringo, I think it's Paul Ryan, but he does the ad in that kind of style. Um, yeah,
1: so it's by, like you say, Paul Ryan, but it's a dedicated, the issue is dedicated to the memory of Mike Perubeck, mm. who Mike Parabek, he did some art in the first volume, mm-hmm. um, but he's famous for doing like a Justice Society series, and I think he worked on the Batman animated series, but he's got a really cool style, and um, Paul Ryan was trying to approximate it here. Um, and he does a decent job, but um, yeah, so that's why.
0: Yeah, I thought it was cool. To, um, yeah. And I, I, I love the pitch. I think it was actually a really good idea from Mark Wade and Brian Augustine because they were co-writing to come up with this storyline of this of this city that's so happy to take him and offer him like a stipend and and all this stuff. Like it's just, I think it's a really it's a really good idea. And then he goes out and there's this team of like easy beats. Um, and he just, he just dominates them. But, but meanwhile, there's this guy from the city, uh, what's it called? Keystone city, is it? Is it Keystone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The comptroller of Keystone. Yeah. And this guy who's almost a bit Hector Hammond like, and he's doing like a, um, like a budget of like, of, of how much it's all costing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, he made some good points about the cost, uh, Mm. Yeah, it was just interesting. Like later on, he talks about like, yeah, there was no destruction or anything, but what about the traffic, um, traffic delays, which is going to cause city workers to go into overtime? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess that's a good point.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You know, I I, I think um, it's it's one of those weird things where it's like, yeah, it's just a fun storyline. Then we ha- then we have um, Linda. She's basically saying she can't come because of. Uh, better than ever, she'll make a career better than ever, in fact. I just want an award for the coverage of the Final Night Crisis and a very healthy raise, which sounds to me like, like I'm gloating, doesn't it? And it's just like, Linda, I'm glad your career's going well, but once again, you're trying to make it all about you, you know? And yeah. she has mm-hmm. the whip hand in this relationship like you wouldn't believe, you know? The like, what? The whip hand, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. She, she's like, literally, like, what what she... like. At this point, Wally's barely putting up any resistance to her at, at all. Like, he, he... For a character that has... I always thought one of the things about Wally West is that he's not the perfect person kind of thing. You know, he mm-hmm. is a bit childish and all this. Like, which is interesting, I think, that Mark Way plays with that. But when it comes to Linda, I mean, she walks all over him time and time again. far as I'm concerned.
1: Which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, we read the Mike Barron stuff and he was a bit of a single guy back then. Yeah, he was a bit of a
0: player back in the in day. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they still do do sort of, um, he's still a bit immature, like he's not perfect, and I, I personally think that's one of the more interesting things about his character. I think, you know, you've got to make the solo character and his title interesting, and to make him just a little bit sort of, not just flawed, but sort of almost childish and a bit immature and egocentric, uh, you, you know, if you do it subtly as Wade does, I think it's actually an interesting kind of take, personally.
1: Yeah, I think it particularly shines when you pair him with um, Impulse or yeah. Kyle Rayner. Yeah. Where it's like, he really just can't help himself. Like, he's just being a dick.
0: Yeah, he was a total dick to Impulse. And then to Jesse Quick as well, remember? Yeah, like, yeah. Jesse Quick just got dominated. Question for you, Adam. Um, should I be buying Superman and Batman Generations Omnibus by John Byrne? You know, cut to the chase. Uh, I
1: think so, because I think those generations one and two are really excellent
0: but Mm. i can't recommend um three number three but but you but you say one and two are you know and considering you know what a super batman fan am i am i missing out if i don't grab these
1: i think you're missing out if you don't at least read it i don't know if you could pick up the trades of the first two cheaper but i know you're a hardcover guy
0: but uh yeah i think you're missing out for sure well you know on that note you've you've sold it to me basically you know You've, yeah,
1: I mean, do you know what it's about?
0: I assume it's like the future versions of them or something. Is it like the descendant? Well, basically,
1: it starts in like 1939 with the first meeting of Batman and Superman. Okay. And uh, so the first the first series, it'll jump like eight years. Um, so there's eight different time periods, and it jumps eight years. Uh-huh. But basically, it'll show this is what would have happened if Batman and Superman lived um, and aged. Oh, so by the '50s or whatever, Batman and Superman are retired. But of course, you know they come up with different ways of bringing them back. Um, And then the second one is kind of cool because, you know, where the first one jumped around in different time periods, the second one jumps around in time periods that take place in between uh, the first uh, the first series. So it's kind of interesting.
0: Well, while you're talking, I've bought that along with. Generation's well Omnibus and the Before Darkness Saga Volume Two. And, two
1: excellent buys.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I also grabbed a, a Babylon five um unofficial guide as well while I was there. So Well done. That was already sitting in my <laughs> that was already Do you by the way, I just I just went to you. I was just like, look, it's it's Superman Batman all over again. You know how I resisted getting it? And then I was just sitting in here one day and I was like, why the fuck haven't I bought the Superman Batman Omnibus? Like, what am I doing with my life? And I just got, got it. And now I'm incredibly happy to have it. And I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking. Sometimes, it's weird. Sometimes when I've read... Every, like, I've collected every issue of Superman Batman well after Jeff Loeb left. So where tape it tapered off, you know? Yeah. I, I bought it for ages. I may have bought it till it actually finished, you know? And sometimes when I know I spent all the money back then at the time and got it all, I'm sometimes weirdly a bit less like oh i need the omnibus you know it's it's weird whereas yeah i guess yeah yeah whereas more if it's if it's something i know i'll like and i think yeah i'll definitely like it but i haven't read it i don't even think about it i just go yeah sure you know
1: yeah because you don't have like your floppies anymore right so like i got rid of them all did you you didn't have the superman batman series at all or did you have it in trade or something
0: no, I had it in I had it in floppies and singles. I I, I purchased okay. it all. I, I, the whole. So thing, until you, you bought
1: know. the Omni, you didn't have it at all anymore. Those, I guess. My oh. oh yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I had it all digitally though. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Eh, fuck that. Fuck digital. Yeah, yeah. I Need mean, for the shelf. For the shelf. No, for the shelf. No. Now, When I met Michelle, I pretty much stopped buying um, singles, yeah. and, and it was. I'm glad I did. You know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm and I just had all these. I didn't even. I didn't even have it like a proper like, long box thing. I, I had them in boxes, but it was kind of like, it was unwieldy. It wasn't something I ever went... Like, I never went back through my... You, you know, after I moved to Sydney, and I was buying a lot more when I got here because I was working and I had cash, you know? Um I, I was buying a lot of trades, but all the floppies and stuff, like, I would never, ever read them. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, I'm really not reading these. Like,
1: it's gotten particularly bad for me now that... uh you can pretty much read anything you want digitally immediately mm. Mm. without having to dig through a box. Yeah. So now, yeah, I'm kind of getting to that point too, unfortunately. Yeah, and I
0: read a lot digitally too. I, I mean, I read a lot, yeah. like even for this book that we're doing now, I, I, as you know, and I, I really like having stuff for the shelf. I, I read probably the first third of it, um, you know, in the book, in the paper version, but then I just, I, I kind of like, I find it easier to read quicker digitally. Yeah. And so I went to my thing and and then I zipped through. But, I mean, I do love sitting down with a cup of tea and and reading through my hardcovers and stuff when I have time. But when I'm on a time crunch like I was for this, um, it's a bit different. Like, yeah, no, it's interesting. But, no, I definitely am sort of more of a hardcover guy. Anyway. So... Do you think you'll get to a point where... <clears throat> I know Ray still collects floppies for his key titles. Will you get to a point where you sort of forgo them and then just collect them and trade a hardcover and read digitally?
1: Um, I'll never stop buying everything, I don't think. Like, there's certain characters or creators I'll always follow, but mm-hmm. if those characters and creators aren't being published, mm. then maybe, yeah. Mm. But that said, like, these long
0: boxes, now that you mention it, I just don't have the heart to just...
1: Did I don't you? have the time to sell them, and I don't have the heart to give them away.
0: <laughs> I gave mine away. I I gave. Uh, see, I, I every now and then I cleanse my trades too, because I do replace old trades. There are some old trades I have that I'll never get rid of. Like my my Circle of Blood um, trade of Punisher that I bought in the mid eighties. I will never yeah. get rid of that. My Kingdom Come never get rid of it. My My Dark Knight Returns original never get rid of. It. But plenty of trades that I have upgraded from, I'll I just happily. Just I I just I usually just give them away. I just I'm like I, I said to Richard or whoever. Do you want these? You can have these if you want them. I don't care. You know? Yeah, I,
1: I should do that. I just I don't know. Have
0: you got like but, nieces uh, yeah, or nephews I, or anything? I'm thinking about
1: upgrading my JLA trades to the the big deluxe edition. Well, trades. you've got a
0: kid. You, I was gonna say you got nieces and nephews. You've also got a child that you can brainwash. Sure. You know. Yeah. You know? Someday. Oh, you know. I know Ray. I I I I said to Ray, I bet your kid. Finn thinks that Moon Knight's like the biggest character in comics. <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, and um, he but he does he 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 brainwashes them early by putting on the Spider-Man cartoons like the for the little kids. There's that amazing Spider-Man I think on Disney Plus or whatever it's called. Spidey.
1: Yeah, my yeah. daughter likes that. That was the yeah. that was my breakthrough moment. Was Spidey?
0: It's really sure. clever that they did that as well because it looks exactly like all the shows that they watch. You know. Yeah. And um, no, I think that was that. I think that's a really clever move by Marvel to do that because then you get them knowing from a really young age who Spider Man is. Then there's like you know Spider Gwen and whoever you know they're they're all there and they're like oh these guys are fun, you know. I I think yeah, it's really and you cool. know you just follow them through their whole life. <laughs> well, dude, like when I was a kid, I may have told you this before. I remember being at school and I wouldn't have been more than six, seven, you know, like young. And the Spider-Man live-action th- TV specials or whatever are on, and I know yeah. everyone says how shit they are, but I t- tell you what, as like a six-year-old, they weren't shit, and I was like, this Spider-Man character this is awesome, you know, and it made a massive impact on me. And I- all I'm saying is, you just need to get in the head of the kid. You know, it didn't matter. That, oh yeah, it didn't man. matter they were shit or anything, or that now everyone's like, oh, like you always see articles, oh, they're so terrible. I'm like, yeah, but as a young little kid, they massively made me a Spider-Man fan, you know, for life.
1: Well, dude, I mean, I was five when Batman and Robin came out, yeah. and
0: I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's it's you know, that's the that's the aspect that's important. So that's what I'm saying. I think Marvel did a really. I when I saw that in Disney Plus, I actually said to myself, "That's a really excellent move," and I think a lot yeah, of parents, and- you know. Uh,
1: yeah, well, like, parents like me, where I'm, like, into it, would love for my kid to like that, too. So it's like, you put it out there, we're going to watch it. Oh, you know, sure. DC, go go ahead and put something out there like that.
0: Well, there's, yeah, there's no reason they couldn't. You could have sort of the, the kid versions of the Just League running around. Like, why not? Yeah. You know, like the Muppet yeah. Babies kind of thing. It. Yeah, definitely. Um, then we got to... Um, I'm just trying to remember what we've got here. Uh, they're saying it was a more innocent age. Uh, this was way back before... They invented ulcers and lawsuits. Uh, oh, that's now that's when um, Jay Garrick's giving his take on even you know, them trying to force Wally out of Keystone.
1: Yeah, and he eventually ends up deciding uh, to go to California and he's going to commute.
0: Yeah, which actually I thought was a, was a cool idea. Like, I mean, he can just literally flick across the country at the drop of a hat. And, yeah, um,
1: there's really no reason not to. My only disappointment with them is they're offering him all this stuff. I'm like, take it. Wally, yeah. take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the money. Take the house.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to take the house and take it, all this other stuff, like take the stipend. Why not get the revenue in? Like you. Oh, yeah. It, I How's didn't, he making sorry. money?
1: I don't remember. I know he won the lottery at one point, but yeah, haven't I we established be. in this run what he's doing for yeah. money?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't sort of specify. No, you know, I thought it was weird that, that Wade made the decision to actually formally reject the cash. And I wonder yeah. if I wonder if that might have been editorial, you know, saying we yeah. can't because he he he's the one who teased the stipend, which Wally was excited by. But when they actually offered the money, and weirdly, the chick's almost offering her body as well at the same time, which I was kind of like, I'm not yeah. sure. If, like I was like, I'm like, you know, we we couldn't take the money, but at the same time, we're literally having her anytime you feel comfortable, and you know, you need someone to accommodate you and all this. And, <laughs> And, and and they have him playing up to it as well. I was like, I'm glad to see that, that that was that was fine, but like the stipend was yeah. like not okay, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then we had Linda, who's just so happy she's going to have lunch with a friend now, like because she doesn't have to have a daily <laughs> lunch with yeah. Wally. Like fuck you, Linda. Like, like <laughs> I'm sort of like, you know what? You could have just said. On a Wednesday, I have a lunch with Person X, and, you know, my colleague yeah. or my friend. Like, I'm sure Wally would have survived the fucking shock, but instead she has to be like, oh, you know, it was really nice, we had lunch every day, but at the same time, I didn't get to see you,
1: you know. <laughs> uh, like... And her friend kind of threw some shade at her late, later, I think. She kind of alludes to the fact that she thinks Flash is attracting
0: damage or whatever. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, she she, she she puts that out there.
1: Um, I did want to say the cover to this one was interesting. It was Flash mm. 123, and it's a a reference to the original Flash 123 that had uh, Barry Allen meeting Jay Garrick um, with them both racing to save the same
0: construction worker.
1: Oh, wow, that's cool.
0: So, like, 123 from back in... Yeah, because this would have been renumbered, wouldn't it, after Crisis, I assume. So, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, and that was the first issue where... um, that was the first time Earth One, I think, crossed over with Earth Two was when he met
0: Jay. Oh, like so that's the famous moment, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And There's and then later on they, they like am I right, later on they do the Justice Society with um JLA. After that. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. Uh soon after. But cool. yeah, they had then they were the ones that had already met, so it was kinda yeah. interesting.
0: When they well, do don't they always say that um, the start of the what age? God, I always forget. Silver Age. The is Barry Allen. Uh, not is it? No, not Barry Allen. Um, yeah, Barry Allen. Yeah, Barry Allen's the start of the Silver Age. Yeah. So, uh, they like,
1: used to say that. Uh, I think 1958? now they say more like Martian Manhunter.
0: <sighs> Martian Manhunter. Who says that? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh,
1: you know, just the scholars.
0: Yeah, the scholars. Yeah. B- in popular fucking, you know, people who care, uh, they isn't it like 1958? Am I right? Nin- about 1958, Sinatra, you know, was dominating with like songs for Swinging Lovers and all that kind of stuff was coming out. Like there was a new hip vibe in the air and Barry Allen came along and, you know. I
1: think you're right, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I know I'm right. That's the thing with me. I know I'm right. And you had Sinatra singing, I got you under my skin. Mashing my hands and no one gave a shit. I still don't give a shit. Yeah, I give a shit. Yeah, I, still I don't give a shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, we well, made yeah, Manhunter was
1: in nineteen fifty-five, and I yeah. guess it's just the fact that that's when the like the science fiction war yeah. heroes started appearing. He came out so in I fifty-five
0: to deafening silence. That was what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I like Martian Manhunter. <laughs> I know you. Uh, I know you <laughs> try to defend him just like you try to defend Arthur Curry, but uh, you could put both of them in a boat and you know, like oh just my send them out. You know, I uh, look. I mean. Yeah, Arthur Curry is less of a joke than Marshall Manhunter. Martian I, Ma- I
1: look, I'll say that I Marshall Manhunter isn't a character that I immediately would be like, "Oh, he's so cool." But like yeah. after reading, you know, 20, 30 years of Justice League,
0: I would think he would have grown on you. He's okay. Um, I I find him incredibly dull, frankly. Uh, like like he's okay in the Justice League. Like I don't I don't hate him because he's got the telepath powers. He's handy. He's a handy player, but. He's like you know. the mascot, you know. Yeah, it's like, uh, if only uh... we had a better—if only we had a better mascot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I preferred—I um, preferred Snapper Car as the mascot, you know. Fuck Snapper Car! What are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I do like Snapper
1: Car in that Hour man book. He's pretty good there.
0: Snapper Car's cool, but, man. What are you worried about, Snapper Car? He's a—he's a good character, man.
1: Um, man, that's uh, rage gardener fox bullshit.
0: Whoa, slow down, friend. Slow down. Gardner Fox, if only we had the technology to dig up Gardner Fox's decayed corpse, reanimate him. We do, it's called a shovel. Oh, okay. But reanimate him, reanimate him, plug him in and get him on a podcast with Signal and we could spend, I could spend four or five hours with Gardner Fox, you know? Yeah. yeah. We could maybe get him cranking out some books for DC again too, you know? And um, uh, that I'd like to see, yeah, yeah, things to get back on track real fast. Gardener Fox was at the controls. Uh, forget about characterization. Let's go back to plots. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love my Gardener Fox. He, um, I've actually got some of the fantasy books he read as well that he read. He wrote, um, sort of kind of the barbarian sort of, um, oh, okay, spinoffs. Yeah, I didn't um, know he did that. He did a lot of stuff, man, and and you know he he was a churn and burn merchant, man. You know, churn and burn. Yeah. Keep the storyline moving along. Keep the storyline yeah. moving along. Put the put the guys. <laughs> it in, really shows. Put the guys in the groups. Let's peg everyone. You know, pair everyone off. Let's solve the adventure. Let's keep moving. You know. Yep. We didn't yep. have we didn't have people sitting around discussing their problems. People weren't thinking about sanctuary and going to therapy. <laughs> you know, this is this is the. Kind you of know, thing.
1: I haven't read enough of his stuff to be honest, so I should check it out.
0: You should check it out. You should check out about a hundred issues of Just League and, and then come back to me. With you What's with the you. one? Is there one Gardner Fox story where you're just like, "Oh, this was good." I don't know, dude. I I, I don't fucking remember. Like, but like, I just I just that appreciate. Stands the, out, okay. I, I I appreciate the the way that he just pumped it out. Well, yeah, I, I'd say go check out the JSA JLA crossovers if you're that worried yeah, about. I like, have those. That's the one thing I've tried
1: re- reading and.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've tried. But dude, don't forget it's it's the nineteen fucking fifties and sixties. You know, like know. he he's writing for the kids who are picking shit up in the drugstores. Think of the time period, man. Sinatra. Think of Dean Martin. Think of Elvis Presley. Think of the yeah, soda man, pop I store. I mean, I've
1: read a lot of like fifties and sixties comics. It's just that didn't uh, yeah. speak to me. Wow.
0: Well. Well, you know, maybe maybe for me it's more of a nostalgic thing as well. Like, you know, yeah. I spend more time in the 70s with the Bronze Age than I do in the 60s and, and 50s. But yeah. I appreciate yeah. that he built the whole thing up. I also, being serious for a second, I like that when Grant Morrison did it, he said he was doing a Gardner Fox, but for the period. So yeah. it was plot yeah. heavy. And of course yeah. he introduced a bit more characterization because there's very little characterization in those, those Just Leagues. But... He, I like the, I like, sort of what I like is, I like that that's what Grant was doing as well. He was moving the plot forward fast, and he was very inspired by the way Gardner Fox did it with the Big Seven back in the day. And that's kind of more what I think. I think that kind of thing's interesting.
1: Yeah, and you saying that, I can definitely see that in the Morrison stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I I I think with the Justice League, that works, you know. Because
0: they all have their own books, anyway. 100% man, and, and also, I, I, I do want to say, and we, we're kidding around, but I have a lot of respect for the people who, who laid the foundations, you know, and who got these IPs and teams up and running, and I would feel the same way, if I felt very strongly about the Avengers, I'm sure I would look back at that stuff with more reverence than I do, but because for me, Justice League is, is where it's at, you know, yeah. um... It's cool. I'd I'd love like to read. Um, actually, something I would be interested in is like a biography of Gardner Fox. Something like to get a proper story of his life, because <laughs> and and that would interest me. That would actually be something. Um, if someone's done that, uh, you know, point me to it, because I could imagine myself sitting down, cup of tea, cup of coffee, leafing through. Oh.
1: Yeah. How odd! For some reason, I had this page up, and I wasn't even like looking up what you were asking about. But there's a book called Forgotten All Star: A Biography of Gardner Fox by Jennifer D. Ross. De Ross. Yep, Yeah, I'll um,
0: there I should go. check it out. I should check it out. Sit sit down, relax. If only we could. I wish we could reanimate corpses to to talk to the dead. You know, like. <laughs> and who was that guy that I was saying I wanted back? Um, it was someone. It was Bob Haney. Is Bob Haney. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, you say that about a lot of people, Michael actually. Michael I feel like you said it about... Um, Michael Fleischer. Who's the guy that did uh, Squadron <laughs> Supreme? I feel like you said about him.
0: Mark Grunwald. Yeah. Maybe. I have a lot of respect for Mark Grunwald. Mark Grunwald was an excellent writer. Like, I think it's just sad he passed away so young. But some of these old legends, like the like uh, Zanny Bob Haney, uh, Gardner Fox, you know, dig them up, get their stories, you know? <laughs> do Why it. Why not? Yeah, do it. Like, exactly. Come on, technology. You know? <laughs> and and we'll but, get there. But but as well they've only got like an hour and they you know they want to spend time like you know, like you're talking to like, you know, their descendants and stuff. I'm like, no, we want you on signal. <laughs> <laughs> we want you, we, we want to grind you for answers on signal. Um, what I always hoped though as well is to get like the dark story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was I was lost in a haze of pills and alcohol, pounding it out, you know, the rent was due, <laughs> the creditors were knocking. <laughs> Yeah, I'm (laughs) sure there's stories like that. Yeah, I'm sure there are, man. Like you know, because that's the thing. Like they were panning out of stories. Anyway, turning back to this storyline. So we had Linda bitching out to a friend. Yeah, thanks, Linda. Like as usual, not happy. And um, but I love this stuff where her like Flash is wearing the hat on top of his uniform. Yeah, he's got the cap on. All the merch. I always love a good merch scene. And he's saying like he should be getting making a cut of it. Um, and I was wondering if that was. A bit of Mark Wade thinking, you know, why isn't the writer getting a cut, you know, of something, you know?
1: Maybe, yeah. I do think it's weird that he, you know, he doesn't seem too put out about not getting a cut of the merch, but, like, he probably should. And yeah. then also, if he is worried about getting a cut of the merch, like, why doesn't he take this stipend?
0: <laughs> well, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's that's 100% right. And and frankly, he's if anyone's going to get a cut of merch, you would think it would be Flash, who has a public identity. He doesn't have a secret identity. He he can yeah. trademark himself like he he doesn't have to worry because he's 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 always been a, a public figure kind of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe he's just a, a bit of an idiot though who doesn't you know have a business plan. Um, <laughs> be it. Well, if I was a if I was a if I was a hero, I I mean I don't I'm not the biggest Booster Gold fan, but I I I like the way they've done. I like the way they do that, you know, like where they make him like yeah. super sort of conscious of um his celebrity sort of status and always trying to explode it yeah i think it's a good idea then we had this i really enjoyed this villain um how he's got like the sort of virtual worlds and he can he can create stuff happening in the city i thought that was really interesting
1: yeah and he was a interesting villain for the flash because the flash isn't sure if he could Run into somebody or kill somebody you yeah. know by going fast so he couldn't he's powerless at that point right
0: yeah no it was, it was cool like I thought it was um and again i i I like this style of artwork um it's very of its time um i just thought it was i just thought it was cool it was funny having the um the the ladies and uh he's um he's doing stuff to them like he, he, if you notice he massively ages them up or something when when he's talking to them.
1: No, the thing is that he makes them attractive and beautiful when he's around, but they're not actually that good looking.
0: Oh, that's what he's doing. Right. I
1: see. Okay. It's like in uh, Old Man Logan when he meets uh, Emma Frost and she's like super sexy, but she's really old and...
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. I see. Ah, right. So he's just a creep, really. You know?
1: I mean, if he had that power, though...
0: (laughs) Would yeah, uh, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I assume so. But but to them, do they see it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Well, then, then, then it's more of a sell to them, because, of course, people want to see themselves attractively as well, you know? like well, I
1: think they're still kind of like, you know, aren't I good enough, you know,
0: the way I am, maybe, you know? Right, they've got a bit of that going on as well. But, but in your heart of hearts, like, you know, most people... When they look in the mirror, when you know I'm 47, part of you thinks, man, like if I could take 20 years off, I probably would, you know. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like it's just hu- human nature, is what I'm trying to say. It's like. Um, yeah, I
1: agree. It's just you know when someone else. Like, yeah. If yeah. I walked in your house and you're like, oh, I'm gonna put on this.
0: <laughs> you uh, put on this mask, <laughs> to make so... you more attractive. I'd be <laughs> like, oh, thanks, <laughs> Dave. thanks, Dave. <laughs> yeah, sit over there and put the a mask on. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so yeah. glad you invited me over. It's like, yeah, like yeah. No, I, I get you. I get your point there. I'm just, I'm sort of just trying to spin it a, a different way. But the no, guys, the guy's an out-and-out creep. At the end of the day, he's a flat-out creeper as far as they go. Um, you want to take us through the next page, which was quicker than the eye, which was the culmination of this guy's plans. Yeah, this was this kind of um, villain-esque moment.
1: Are you talking about the part where he's talking to all the workers.
0: No, I'm talking about in, in this issue where this guy that we just spoke about he's he starts doing all the allusions. to and he and he's doing he he's also got Lex Luthor, Cobra. Oh, okay. And is it Vandal Savage? Is that the other guy?
1: Yeah, Vandal Savage. Yeah. It's pretty cool that he's um, got these
0: here. I, I was like, oh, nice work, Mark Wade. Like tapping into the wider DCU like this. Yeah, I
1: like seeing that a lot. And mm. I think even this um, encounter between Lex Luthor and Vandal Savage um, is referenced later on whenever uh, Lex Luthor took over the Action Comics for a little while. It's actually a really good run. Right. And they talk about their history, and I think they referenced this. But anyway. Cool. Um, but yeah, the plan is basically to just – he's going to show the the villains that he has this technology that can kill even the Flash, right? Mm. I think that's pretty much it. Um, so yeah, basically this issue is just him having the Flash run around chasing after fake
0: disasters. Um It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the Flash doesn't know what's going up, but then he can't, and then he comes no, Linda comes home to the house and it's kind of they're going through all these like uh a major gas leak, um investigation all this other stuff so the house is kind of getting dug up so they're making it in in keystone they're making the flash doesn't realize it yet um yeah but but they're trying
1: to put the pressure on and get them to move out
0: yeah they're being real real bitches about it like yeah and um then i think we've got a different artist in in the next issue i'm looking at this guy's artwork and it looks different i'll see if i've got a it says, Wade Augustine Ryan. Oh, yeah, maybe just... Uh, yeah. And it's Howard P- Porter doing the uh, cover as well. California Screaming instead of Dreaming. Oh, actually I didn't cool. notice that. Yeah. yeah. And um, then we've got... Uh, oh, yeah, major disaster. I was feeling this guy. I thought it was cool the way that this guy can just create all these disasters and stuff. Like, he reads all the sort of, like, um, uh, probabilities, I guess, of how things are going to happen.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed him in this story. Uh, I like the kind of character, kind of like Domino from yes, X Men, where yes. she's got those probability powers. You, you know where you might know Major Disaster from, right? Mm, no, what? He was in the Justice League um, when Kelly was writing him. Or oh, he was okay. Was writing the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. The like search for Aquaman or whatever. Yeah, I, I actually read... really liked him there. I want to yeah. read more of that, and I, I'm, I'm almost tempted to do like. One of Kelly's volumes on Signal soon because I because I love Joe Kelly's writing, and that
1: whole yeah. run is great. Yeah, is that did DC and then one? They have Justice League Elite, which I hear is great, but I've been meaning to read that.
0: Yes, is that where um they do a storyline? The Obsidian Age, is that Obsidian Age?
1: I think is the start of the Kelly run.
0: Yeah, I've read that and I really enjoyed that. Um, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I dropped Justice League. I'd been buying it for so long that I almost had a bit of fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that was the good stuff. I've, I've actually got... I've got all of Morrison's running and her covers, and I've got Wade's run now, but um, I've only got the Kelly stuff digitally. Um, yeah. But I do own I'd it probably
1: right. put all three of those in the top five Justice League runs.
0: I'd, I'd agree with you. you. I'd agree with you. I, I, and then I'd put in um, Satellite Era, actually. Um, <laughs> no, no. With it as well. Giffen? And, uh, Giffen? What about Giffen? Uh, let me think. Um, well, Morrison and uh, Morrison and Wade get in. I'd almost put them together because Wade's run isn't that long. Um, it's like forty issues. Okay. Well, or, or, I'm uh, not sure. If you're right. I'm not sure it's forty issues, but anyway, it's very strong.
1: I think you're right. I think it might be like twenty.
0: Yeah. Um, as a piece in a five set, I'd I, as one of the five, I'd put in James DeMatteis' and Giffen's run. Yeah, for sure. And I and I'd put in a big chunk of um, Just League Satellite era. Yeah, yeah, that's I'd, fair. I'd
1: probably put in like the Meltzer or the Johns over the Satellite for me, but I respect your decision.
0: I think you're kidding yourself and joking. And um, I mean, what drop... are you talking about? That <laughs>
1: Meltzer run is fantastic.
0: Well, I, also, it's not that long. Um, yeah, I mean, it's twelve issues. The right. Identity Crisis is an excellent story. Um, yeah. Excellent storyline. Um, no, I wouldn't put the rest of his run anywhere close to Satellite, and I thought Jeff Johns did a decent job, but it's not the best, you know. Like,
1: no, I mean, there's high points and
0: yeah. Point yeah. Sure. Uh, look, I enjoyed Jeff Johns' run, but he suffered the time he was doing it. You know, it was was a weird yeah. time for DC, and yeah, I mean, but it's a look. It's a strong. It's it was easily yeah. one of the strongest books coming out at the time it came out. You know.
1: That Meltzer run, though, has a Justice League, Legion of Superheroes, and Justice Society team-up that is about a billion times better than the the one from the Satellite
0: Age. Yes, it is. No, I agree with you there. Meltzer run is is good, and um, I frankly would have liked him to have done more. You know
1: everything he did at DC was good. The Green Arrow book he did, and uh, Identity yeah. Crisis. That's about all he did though. But yeah, I know. Stuff. I read it all.
0: I I collected it all. No, I agree. He was he was good. He he didn't hang around for long enough. But I think he has so much other stuff going on. You know, with his career. Yeah, um, I think
1: people kind of pushed him out too. With the a lot of people hated Identity Crisis. I love it. Those
0: people are idiots. Like I, I was like, it was a good storyline though. They're just so traumatized by like um the events of it. But it's like, calm down. It's a fucking story. You know.
1: Yeah. Like, I
0: agree. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, I, it, it is brutal what happened, but it's still a good story. And, and
1: Well, I mean, know. part of the problem is probably that you and I didn't have as much of an attachment or any attachment to the Giffen run mm. um, going into that. So maybe that would have affected how I read. Like, if you read a story right now that was like Catwoman gets raped and murdered, um, you know, you have a big attachment to well, Catwoman.
0: Slow down. He's a truth bomb. Catwoman's a far bigger character than Ellen Man's wife, you know?
1: Not to Justice League, Giffen, Giffen Justice League fans, dude.
0: Yeah, not to them, but, like, to the fucking mainstream. Like, Catwoman yeah, is no, a, but a beloved not character. Not
1: everybody's always worried
0: about being mainstream, Dave. I am. You know? <laughs> no, I... Put it this way. I, like, I, I, I reckon bad things have happened to plenty of characters I've liked, and... I'm either not aware of it I or I remember you throwing a
1: fit about what happened with Catwoman's like little girlfriend. I don't even remember yeah, her name. Yeah, wasn't
0: happy about that either, yeah. Her name is Yeah, and yeah. she wasn't
1: even raped and murdered. She just was a assassin or something or like
0: a something psychopath. happened so I don't know. What, I wasn't happy with whatever happened. Um yeah, I wasn't <laughs> but by the same token, man. I'm not calling for the you know, end of the world. Like I, I right now I can't I even remember her name. You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I remember how upset you were, and now you're throwing shade at these... No,
0: DC I'm just... Fans. What I'm saying is, like, uh, I look at the story overall, yeah, I and I, I agree yeah. it's controversial. I do agree with that. I understand where they're coming from, but also, should the guy have been driven out from DC? No. No, I agree. I, I agree. look at his overall... But I mean, I guess I would say,
1: you know, you say Sue Dibney, but it's more than just Sue Dibney, where it's more like... Dan Didio kind of had this whole thing out for an entire era of comics that wasn't really that far removed at the time, you know. Yeah. So.
0: Well, you know that that aspect, I'm, um, I'm, you know, not as keen on. I, I, all I'm saying is I thought it was a good storyline. Oh, me too, me too. You know, the the story itself, I enjoyed a lot. I bought it in singles coming out at the time, and I really enjoyed it. I do recall also when when that happened. The outrage, it wasn't quite the same level of outrage. Like, it was, there was, there was, the internet was around and everything, but it wasn't Twitter kind of like, it was a bit less. Sort it of, was like message boards or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you had to kind of go, you, you put it this way, you could avoid it completely, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. remember... I will
1: say... Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, no, I was,
0: I'm just sort of saying, like, sometimes, I, I understand when people are upset, but... Like, honestly, if the story had sucked, like, say, Heroes in Crisis, example. Yeah. Boring story, and I hated whatever they did with Wally West in that,
1: but I hate mm-hmm.
0: it more for how boring and shit Not the whole storyline yeah. was, you know? Like,
1: like if it was a really good story that fucked up Wally West for 10 years, like, I guess I could be okay with it if it's a good story, but that's people point. are still pissed about that identity crisis, though, and I'm just like, right, I
0: enjoyed it. I think that had anyway. to calm down a little bit, you know?
1: Oh, I did want to say also identity crisis. I'm glad that you like it because the Jeff Johns run heavily ties into identity yeah. crisis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. In fact, is it Jeff Johns who wrote a a, a Justice League story called Crisis of Conscience? It might have been Mark White.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. It was it was Johns. It Absolutely
0: really love that period. Loved it. Yeah loved it um when i think of jeff johnson's just like i think more of the new 52 just league run but yeah 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 but but that crisis unconscious and you, and the voting and how all that happened absolutely loved mm-hmm. it yeah no it was and it, it yeah was i it.
1: think that was only like a five or six issue run that he did but i i actually was meaning also that his flash run mm. ties in pretty heavily to Identity crisis where wally has a bit of a crisis of conscious or something because of uh Oh, cool. Finding all this information about how... Well,
0: voted. I'd be up for all of that sort of stuff, man. That was a really, really entertaining period for me as a DC reader. You'll be pleased. I liked I liked when Major Disaster's looking in the mirror and he says, what a jip. My power lets me get a read on everyone. Everyone but me. And then he walks away. I thought that was cool. That was cool. cool. And then we had a pretty funny moment with... What's his name? Argus, Argus or something? I think it's... Ar-
1: is it Argus or Argent? Uh, it's one of I'm those. I'm not
0: sure, but the way he's just standing in the shadows when the when the mayor's just talking, it's pretty funny. Yeah. And yeah, then, you got this weird camouflage. And then you get the, 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 the um, boomerang comes in and you get the crazy evil rogues, Captain Cold, let me try to name them, Captain Cold, Mirror Master, I don't know who the guy in the white is, um, the Wizard and Boomerang. Yeah?
1: Weather Wizard and uh, Captain Boomerang
0: and heatwave heatwave all well, oh, right heatwave which is i know him from um like legends of tomorrow and stuff he's, he's like captain yeah. Cold's mate, yeah? yeah um
1: yeah and you'll you'll really come to like these guys i think once we get to the john's run oh yeah no, i'm I, sure
0: i will yeah
1: i would compare the john's flash run to like james robinson starman where there's so. a lot of infami- inf- emphasis on like the city the supporting characters the villains where what mark wade's run is just West.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm really looking forward to it, man, to be honest. Um, yeah, no, it's good stuff as well. And you've got Major Disaster at home with the cat and saying how he sold his soul to a demon named uh, Neron And then it's kind of funny. The, 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 the woman's just, like, talking and shit, and then she does the stuff so that the parrot gets killed. <laughs> yeah, that
1: made me sad for the kid, the parrot, But yeah, yeah. But, but I thought he was going to kill his ex-wife.
0: Honestly, I would have. I did think that as okay well. But that was sort of like, fuck this. We're going to fuck this parrot up. We're going to show the major disaster it just doesn't care. You know, yeah. He's bastard. It's just a nihilistic bastard. Um, and... and he uh, he
1: like hijacks a big earthquake machine and he creates a earthquake, but Flash stops him. But it turns out he was creating a tsunami that's going to crush the city.
0: I know. Right. Another, another citywide disaster to try and avert. What okay. a, what a surprise. Um, <laughs> it is funny when he's doing the ha ha and like flashes, like he actually has a ha 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 moment and Flash's hand is just sticking out of the ground.
1: Uh, yeah. And then he's able to like, vi- that was kind of cool. Actually, he was able to vibrate down Yeah, and every time he vibrates, it creates an explosion. So he rode the explosions up to the surface. So it was kind of
0: neat. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Um, He's find Argus, and his name is Argus. Just beat him with an inch of his life by Jay Garrick. Um, beautiful um, work. I yeah. think we
1: skipped over. We find out that the mayor actually wasn't getting all of his city workers to like harass the Flash, and they exactly. were actually
0: doing it of their own.
1: Um, and he pollution. was he
0: was kind of pissed at them um, for for doing it as well. Like, yeah, because now
1: his life's in danger.
0: <laughs> yeah. And um, we had then the reveal that even though he stopped the earthquake, he hasn't stopped, obviously, the sort of uh, the, almost a tsunami kind of thing happening, isn't mm-hmm. it? you know, which, is, which, which I think is interesting, um, you know, and, you know, shit really starts to pop off. And he ends up, in fact, am I right, losing the city, which is actually a kind of humbling moment, I thought, for him. I was kind of like, oh, wow, I sort of wasn't expecting... Expecting that, you know? Like, I was like, oh, wow.
1: Yeah, and I'm kind of confused, like, are a bunch of people dead? Because he's not, like, trying to help at all.
0: I No, I thought he made a point that everyone had been evacuated. I I thought he said that. I thought he actually said that at one point, that, like, everyone had been...
1: You're probably right, and I probably missed it.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, he, he. There, there is a line where he says, "I'm glad no one's died, but I've, I've kind of lost the city." And I was like, "So what? They managed to successfully evacuate the whole city? Like,
1: yeah, like you did, you did good enough. Like, you know, sucks about all the property damage. I get that well, You're kind of going through the theme he, thing. But. He,
0: what I, I tell you, what I find interesting, um, and with his crisis of conscience, what's happened is exactly what the mayor fears in Keystone his presence has brought mm-hmm. about the destruction. So he, even though he hasn't done it himself, it, he, it has happened. And that would give anyone pause, I think. Even the most confident person in the world, that would give them pause. You know?
1: For sure. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to really work out what the plan was here. I know that Major disaster was working on Neron, uh, working for Neron, mm. and they destroyed this city. Was the whole plan that they were trying to draw
0: him back to Central City, or I don't know. Like,
1: what really was the meaning or purpose of this? Maybe I missed it, but
0: well, they yeah. I, the, the answer to that question, I'm not. I'm not actually 100 percent sure on what yeah. what their greater plan was. Neron's plan's a bit vague because it's like, oh, it's you all along, Neron. It's like okay, just sort of yeah. yeah. Um, then we had a moment with, um, it opens up, Hell Breaks Loose, uh, which is kind of a cool payoff storyline for the, what's happened to all the rogues and everything, and, uh, Jay Garrick's just getting absolutely hammered, uh, Wally's still kind of, like, despondent, um, the, uh, City is just going nuts, like, with the rogues attacking like crazy, it's like... Killing yeah. indiscriminately. Um Yeah, and they're
1: vicious and they're um they're supposed to be dead,
0: right? They're supposed to be dead and when they were alive they were not like mass murderers. They were Flash says they were like bank robbers yeah. and stuff, you know? Uh 'cause it was kind <laughs> of I'm wondering you know, when
1: they know. died. I don't know if they died in Underworld Unleashed or what. I don't
0: remember. Yeah, that that I don't know, but but it's it's kinda of cool um to see. Now I've got a question for you. Without spoiling too much, in the Jeff Johns run, do they explore this moment where they killed all these people ever, or is it just kind of wiped away because they were, you know, without souls or whatever? I don't think they really refer back to it. I no. just thought you yeah, they might have as a character moment, but it's cool that they're back and you're like, wow, they're they're a cool looking set of rogues. Um, but um, I yeah, I just um, I, I I just enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was awesome, like to have. Characters. Yeah, we had
1: a, a a bit of a controversy recently where I said that the Flash yeah. is one of the best Rogues galleries. and You really didn't no, 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 agree no. with no, that.
0: No, I <laughs> let, let me clarify my point because as so often happens, you misquoted out of context. He definitely, oh, ha- he definitely has, he definitely has a good Rogues gallery. You compared it to Batman's Rogues gallery, and I said to you, Batman, I said one and two. You uh, said it was better. Yeah, well, if it's but then you said two, and I question two because what about Superman's rogues gallery? Like, okay, I would Luther, put
1: Superman up there. I'm I'm James not man. saying even my opinion. I'm just okay. saying the common like uh, I don't know Who's the common opinion? vernacular or whatever is that the Flash has one of the best rogues gallery. But that's all because of Jeff of Johns
0: Superman. kind of buffing buffing the rogues gallery up. That's that's all Jeff John yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's all that's all reputational. You know, increases with Jeff Johns making a big deal of the rogues gallery and stuff. Just like with Green Lantern, he made people care about some characters no one gave a shit about. Like, that's all him. But, like... Yeah, uh, does it matter,
1: who it was?
0: No, because I I go to the tape, and I go to the decades upon decades of Batman and Superman, and I don't think it's even close. I don't think it's even close. Really. I'm
1: just saying, I'm just saying that... Three, I'll take. Okay. He's ranked above Superman. He's um, usually ranked above Superman. That's well, all.
0: I, I think it's completely wrong and stupid. No, and I now think... you're
1: taking my words out of context because one... my words were that the I ranking. think Superman does have one of the best okay. rogues' gallery.
0: All right, okay, it's a bit better yeah. what I'm hearing. Here's the <laughs> ranking. Here's the official signal ranking. Batman one, Superman two, Flash three, but closing. If you can, if you hear what I'm saying. Superman needs to pick yeah, up the but, pace. Uh,
1: maybe once you read the Jeff John stuff, you'll feel a little differently. But no, I agree. I mean, because Superman, you have Lex, you have Bizarro, you have Zod, um, Mixius Pitlick, Parasite, Metallo. Like, those six are yeah, pretty... yeah. And those are more like standalone guys, where the rogues are like have to work together
0: generally. Exactly. They have to be in the little rogues club to face fucking the might of Flash, Stamory. whereas Superman is just like, Dominating And, like, you, you, if you just said Lex, Doomsday, I'll sit down on that. You know what I mean? Fuck Doomsday. No, no, not fuck Doomsday. Kill Superman.
1: It, Doomsday it, it, it... is not a character.
0: Doomsday yeah. is a
1: plot device.
0: Whatever. I, I, I'll put him up there. I'll, I'll stand up and go, yeah, I'll go Lex Luthor, Doomsday, Metalla. I'll sit down there. I'll, I'll, if you want me to keep embarrassing you, I can keep going. You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, how about this? It's Gorilla Grad.
0: No. no. Not the at all. Reverse Slash. No, again, great Flash films. Yeah, I agree. Stay in Flash, guys. Gorilla Grodd, we'll I think, gets way too much play. They constantly try yeah, to make I'm Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, not
1: big. actually that big on him. I'm not big on him.
0: They, they like Reverse Flash is cool. Like, don't get me wrong, Reverse Flash is cool, and a lot of the Flash's rogues are cool. I agree, but I'm just saying, you're going up against the the Titans of Batman and Superman. You're gonna, you're gonna take third spot, pal. And and I don't think I can't think of off the top of my head. I can't think of other DC characters that have such like deep rogues galleries who would really compete with those three. I can't. I think of Wonder Woman. I can't think of like she hasn't got like a really long list of great rogues that.
1: I can think of like three at all.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. Half right? of them are Greek gods. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. I, I, uh, Flash definitely belongs up there, uh, well up there. But I'm sorry, you you could rest on Lex Luthor, you know. Does Flash have a Lex Luthor? No. Not even close to a Lex Luthor. You know? Uh, That's it, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Suddenly, uh, I'm Alexa starting to Luthor... make making... it. This is the thing. This Lex... is... Yeah. Lex Luthor is the greatest, probably, supervillain.
0: So, yeah. yeah. This is the thing, man. And no offence to you, but, like, a lot of people sitting out there, you know, I call them echo chambers, and they convince themselves of certain things. And, and then suddenly the cold, harsh truth, the reality of, of Signal comes down. <laughs> and I just go, Lex Luthor, Demstay stay, Brazara. Good night. You know, Fuck uh, Doomsday, dude. I, <laughs> the fact that
1: you say Doomsday, I cannot take you seriously. But anyway, yeah. you
0: know, maybe you'll feel
1: differently after you actually read sure. the stories that people sure. refer to. You know. sure. Yeah, sure. Maybe that's crazy, though. Maybe we're crazy for thinking you should do that.
0: Yeah, I think there's a little bit of nuts in there. But like, <laughs> I, I'm, uh, look, I've already, I've already declared he's the three. And frankly, that's a medal. So just get on the podium, Flash. Okay. Take the medal. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Take the medal. Um, we'll
1: see we'll see how you feel in the future we'll see
0: i do i want to say this on record because if you dig into the tapes you're not going to get dave going oh first doesn't have good rogues i enjoy the rogues here and i can totally appreciate that that wade hasn't done too much with them at all but i'm looking yeah. but i'm looking forward to them and i've seen a bit of the rogues here and there just in reading dc i mean i'm i'm down for it man you know i'm sure jeff johns buffs these characters up massively you know Wade's yeah, run's it, more focused on Wally and Linda. I mean, he spends almost too much time on them at the times, you know?
1: Agree. Especially these last three uh, volumes.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, I did... What what actually happened to Trickster here? Because I thought at first... Mirror Master. Mirror Master. Because I, when I saw him, I thought at first that Flash was somehow embedded in him. But then I realized it's just a reflection. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the, the mirror master did something to him to hurt him. But... Jesus.
0: And Pied Piper had the um the thing from uh, what's his name, Neron as well, but hadn't used it. Um, yeah. And then and then Flash takes takes it and then he goes down to hell and uh, then Neron's there smiling sinisterly at him. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, and I wish that
1: Neuron was kind of cool, honestly. Like mm. a very
0: Mephisto type.
1: Totally. Um, I don't really ever understand how uh, Linda got there. Because it doesn't look like she used that
0: candle. He offered her the same deal, I think.
1: Yeah, but doesn't
0: she have to light a candle? I don't know. To get I, th- there? I thought he went to uh, her. That's a good point. I thought he maybe. went to her, but yeah, that's a good we'll point. See. I don't know. We then saw, um, I liked it, man, where we saw the Just Sleek um, with the electric Superman. uh, Yeah,
1: like I was saying, I just kind of like seeing them in this more classic style because generally they were in the more sexy, more modern
0: style in the JLA book. Look at page 276. is a pretty unflattering picture of Kyle Rayner where it looks like he's got a double chin going, just the way it's drawn. It's it's the picture with Electric Superman. So Electric Superman, Martian Manhunter, and... um, Oh, yeah. And just the way in that, that he's one drawing, panel where he's like yeah. they're all flying together, they're all flying together. He's got chin up, he looks like he's packing a double chin. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, here's something I'll say though: is we need to bring this electric Superman back because that yeah, design is pretty great.
0: Was, yep, I was picking the Superman title up at the time, and I remember being real high on its supply, big time. Yeah. And I know yeah, I don't a remember st-
1: a lot about the story or anything, but just the design of it is
0: The Design was cool and better than the stories. The stories were a bit lame, but but yeah. it was a cool moment and it did make the news cycle at the time, like big time. Because they were all yeah. about they were all about trying to make the news cycle ever since Superman died. You know, and Batman broke his back. DC were always can we you know, can we get back in the news? And they did Death of the Clark Kent. When they changed Superman's costume that was actually being commented on like talk shows and stuff. Which is yeah, what, so it it was powers. successful.
1: Yeah, and they did it recently where they brought it back for Lana Lang as Superwoman, but it was the red one, and I just never thought the red looked as good as the blue.
0: Yeah, because in the storyline, I I want to say there's a storyline back in like the 60s or something, whether it's Superman red and blue. I've not read it, but there is yeah, a there is an original. Okay, cool. And in this story, at a certain point, because it didn't go for that long, I think it went for less time than they expected um, it was a lot of controversy, um, they do split up into Superman Red and Blue in the storyline at some point, I remember, um, in, in the modern, or not modern, but in the 90s, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, so it does become a, like, a plot point, and it was actually, look, honestly, it was a pretty cool little, sort of, like, side adventure, if you know what I mean, like, I, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I had that issue where the, the red one first shows up, and they, like, don't know what to do because they run into each other yeah. and it was a really good issue yeah, it was cool. i don't know anything else about it but that's all i had
0: yeah no i was i, I was collecting at the time and i thought it was. I, I really like the artwork in this issue man like this big full panel um double page spread where you've got like the it's just fun to see the the just league um turning up and stuff as well like trying to avert all these problems and everything like it's just it gives the the story like a sense of gravitas you know?
1: Yeah, I, I thought that too, and it was kind of like, uh, nice to see, I don't know, nice to see these guys. It was a breath of fresh air.
0: Yeah, and meanwhile, the candle's burning down. Um, and has Wally got it in his hand? Oh, no, he goes back and picks it up, and then he goes back to Nero and he's like, name your price. And um, really interesting, uh, considering how much time they've spent going on about how Linda's the only thing that holds him, you know, together and, you know, at one point didn't he travel back through time just based on love, which I thought was almost gag-inducing, but anyway. <laughs> um I just hate that shit, where it's like, oh, I just love it so much, I just focus on the love, and then suddenly I'm back and everything's alright, and I'm just like, oh, really? Like,
1: Well, there's also the thing earlier where he was able to, like, He said that he was able to sense when she was in trouble.
0: Yeah. Which was
1: supposed to just be, like, you know, a feeling that you get. But I'm like, "Eh, I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, well,
0: I was... When she called out, and he's like, Linda, I was like, does Flash suddenly have super hearing? Because if this was Superman with Lois, it would make sense. You know, how he's always been able to do that, like, hear a voice from across the world. Like... It I was like, when did it flash that super hearing? But then it's like, oh, it's just a feeling because I love her so much. Just, I love her so much. I was just like, <laughs> oh, how fucking convenient. Like, you know, um, if only this feeling activated more often, she'd be in a lot less trouble, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, no, I, I um... frankly, I hated that moment. And if I had Mark Wade here, I'd probably say to him, did you feel like it was, what do they call it? Dexos Machina? Like, it was just, you know, you yeah. just, you would just plot, Plot the plot convenience of that was just appalling, Mark White. Like, did you when you wrote that and sort of published? Were you afraid that like you'd get fired off the book? You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
0: especially because the city was kind of destroyed
1: already. Like, he didn't have anywhere else to exactly, go. Yeah, like it would have just made for him for him to just go home anyway.
0: <laughs> he was just moping, man. Like, and um, yeah. Anyway, and then we we get the um pretty cool um decision that he has to give up the love though the, the fact that he did do that was was interesting um and that's Yeah now... it's kind of like the Spider-Man give yeah. up
1: the marriage
0: Yeah and it was am I right in saying it was it was like the feeling had gone completely is that what Neuron did he abolished the feeling completely I think he
1: literally took their feelings for each other away but they still like cared enough about of each other to like mm. try to make it a like they were both trying to like make it a clean break, break where the other one wouldn't like miss them,
0: so they cared enough to do that. So when he was kind of purposely being an asshole to her, which I understand he was doing to sort of, he didn't feel anything for her, but he knew that he just wanted to extricate himself from the relationship, so he was just making it super fast. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. I I could have, frankly, even though I I see. This is a cool issue. This was actually a really good issue with the just league like there. That storyline was um I, I thought really I thought really interesting personally. And then you have um, then you have um, Neuron actually getting infected by love and like he's like soothing the 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 people down in the pit and stuff. Like that was actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that was kind of cool. He gets infected by their love, right? Yeah, see, I see I
0: thought that like, it's a fantasy, you know, um, story. So I thought that was cool. Then we had the cheesy ending. Where it's like, the truth is I have no life without a... My name is Wally West. I'm the Flash. When Linda's in my arms, I'm the luckiest man alive. And I'm kind of like... I mean, maybe this is the cynic in me, but I'm kind of like, surely you could cut loose if you really had to. You know, heat stuff. What, what do you mean? Uh, I'm just saying, like, you've got, you've got the Flash powers. <clears throat> you've got enough stuff going for you that really, frankly... If she oh. walked away, could he not move on? You know? Um, yeah, I mean, you hang out with Wonder Woman on a regular basis, you know? Like, I, just, I like, think you'd yeah. probably love her. She's replaceable, this, this woman. Like, uh, you know, nothing you can't walk away from in 30 seconds flat. In here from hate, you know? <laughs> and um, yeah. I was just kind of... I was, I was kind of surprised that, that, like, is she really that great? Like, she's constantly fucking bitching.
1: You know, and it's yeah. constantly... And bitching. taking his... Uh you know, private conversations and turning them into news stories. Which would, uh, look,
0: which would annoy most people, you know? And yeah, it annoyed me. It, it annoyed me. And, like, it, there's just a feeling sometimes in fiction where you're told again and again that this relationship is so great that the characters are having, you know? And that's what you're told in this. But But Linda... She's never really like she's a she's a strong, independent lady. I get that, but like there's uh, there's not that much going for her. Like in terms of with him, like she's constantly bitching him out, constantly causing a scene, constantly on his ass about something. And and I'm sort of like I thought for a second they were going to use it as an opportunity for him to just cut free, you know?
1: Yeah. Now that I'm really thinking about it, I do kind of prefer. Linda and the Jeff John stuff. Like mm. now that I'm thinking about it, this Mark Wade stuff. She's she can be pretty terrible.
0: I mean, and it's all in the characterization. So don't get me wrong. Like you could write Linda's not that far away from from being uh, Wade's kind of like halfway there. But you know what I mean. Like he's he's, yeah. he's got this character who's interesting, but I guess it's just the cheesiness of their relationship which bugs me more than anything else. It's just the way he's like, oh no, I'm in love, and it's just the best. And and yeah. you're just like really okay. Like I'll take your word for it, uh, Wally, because it seems like you're just getting kind of like whipped just constantly.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, and the fact that their relationship is such a big focus of the book, like, and we don't, you and I don't really seem to like like her that much, is kind of uh,
0: not great, you know. Well, uh, I think it it you know begs the question. Um, did Wade create enough of a supporting cast? You know, it, it, it he has Piper, but it doesn't feel like that. You know, he has Jay Garrick, but but you know what's missing from this volume because the because the next um, conclusion of this is just a a completely separate sort of special event.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what's missing is the wider Flash family, other than the very brief appearances of Jay Garrick. Like, what happened to Impulse and Jesse Quick and all those people? Like, none of them are here.
1: Oh yeah. I forgot, Pulse didn't show up at all. Yeah, um, Yeah. I guess he's off in his own solo book. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think that was really the strong suit that... Yeah, he introduced that with the return of Barry Allen. Yeah. And then we had it with the Dead Heat, I think it was called. And even the Terminal Velocity. But yeah. then here, it's like a big break from any other... Other than Jay. But yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah,
0: it's just... It's I don't just know.
1: I know there's a big story with them coming up maybe in the next volume but okay. or the next wade volume but yeah it's a good point
0: yeah um you know and i was kind of missing them is, is all i'm trying to say because I, I really did enjoy them so i mean let's wrap it up with the final the final one which was an kind of an interesting um adventure it was a two i i'd never read this before it was called faster friends Green Lantern and Flash team up, yeah, and it was...
1: Uh, Ron... This is like a prestige-bound uh, book that would be on your
0: bookshelf. Right, yeah, no, see, I didn't I didn't get this at the time. So, um, it's roughly 100 pages. Ron Martz writes the first issue. Uh, second issue is written by Mark Waid and Brian Augustine. Do you want to take us just through the bare bones of it, and then we can just talk about it overall?
1: Yeah, I don't think this one bears a whole lot of... No. Uh, but I kind of like the Ron Mars one a bit better, but...
0: I Basically, prefer I prefer uh, the Ron Mars. I preferred Ron. I was just want to say I, I liked the concept with the alien coming down, and I like, I preferred the Ron Mars stuff to the Mark White one.
1: Yeah, same. Um, so the first one deals with how the fact Wally and Kyle, Kyle's just only been around for a couple of years at this point, mm. but there never been like friends like Hal and Barry or um, Alan and Jay were. Yeah. So it kind of deals with that. Um, they're having to help. Alan and Jay, after this alien escapes that they helped capture like 50 years ago, and he's upset, and he kidnaps them to have them show where they hid his spaceship. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Barry, or no, Wally and uh Kyle have to go help. Uh And yeah, I think Wally's a bit of a dick, honestly. I don't think Kyle really deserves yeah, the shade no. that he's throwing yeah, at he's, him. It, it's too uh,
0: consistent What what, what um... What what uh, Wally's throwing out is too much, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like,
1: uh, why does it matter if he um, was just handed the ring? Like, yeah, you were just handed your powers with a
0: lightning bolt, but whatever. He's like, I paid um, my dues. I've been a Titan. It's like, well, not everyone had to come up through the sort of farm system, you know? Um, yeah, like,
1: everybody has to start somewhere.
0: Yeah, I was, yeah. Look, it's just that character point where I'm sort of like, they lay it on real thick, you know?
1: And I guess it's fun that they don't get along like the uh, the past ones do, but mm. you're kind of like anxious for them to get to the point where they do get along. Yeah, agreed. Which I think they do eventually, right?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I I remember them getting along to a point where it was more of a friendly rivalry, whereas back there it's 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 kind of like more bitchy and it's more Wally than anything, you know? Like Wally's yeah, just bitching out constantly that anyone's going to fire back if someone's just lobbing bombs at you constantly in the workplace you know, you're going to snap back. But, but Wally seems yeah. to instigate it. He seems determined, almost, you know?
1: Yeah, and I think the next volume that we get to will be the one where he and Wally and uh, Green Arrow all go on vacation together. Mm-hmm. So I guess by then they're probably better friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that pretty much closes out the first one. The alien ends up blowing up their, his ship, uh, trying to take out everyone, and he's also summoning these creatures uh, to come to Earth. Mm. so that was about that Uh, the second one we can go through real quick too I do like the art on this one it's by Val Samikis yes good good artist and he did yeah he did a lot of the JLA stuff I think he did DC 1 million which I love oh yeah Um, I was annoyed that this Issue recapped the first issue a lot. Where Me I felt like Me too if it's a prestige book, you pretty much know that people are going to buy both copies, so you don't really need to recap it. Can I say one Whereas thing? Whereas if it was an yeah, one thing
0: that I, I agree with you completely about the recap being unnecessary, um, but I enjoyed the storyline with Jay Garrick, I really didn't know what was going to happen to him. Um, And I liked, I I think they could have done it better, but I liked the idea of Wally and, uh, um, what's his name? (laughs) Wally and Kyle Kyle sort of swapping, I don't know what it was they did. They sort of swapped costumes, but also it seemed memories a little bit. Like they were fuzzy on their identities at least. Um, Yeah, it was was
1: odd, and then it just kind of wears off.
0: Yeah, I think it could have been explained better than it was, but it was an interesting idea. Do you know what I mean? Like, the execution was not the greatest.
1: No, yeah, I agree. I do like that part. I do think, though, that they put that in the back half of the second issue, Mm. where that seems like something they could have started, like, halfway through the first issue. totally agree. And have it be, yeah, like, they could have done more with it. Mm. But here it was just, like, them whining and kind of, like, I guess, realizing their own... Complaining about themselves because they thought they were the other person.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Or maybe not. I I really don't understand if their their minds were. I I think it was. I don't it, know. It
0: was weird. It was like that. They definitely their costumes got switched. Um, yeah. But it was it was weird. It was like as if I suddenly thought I was Adam. But I don't know. I I just thought you I was. Also you. had
1: my memories. Like well, it was right? like as if
0: I looked in the mirror. And I was saw my, saw you rather than myself, and then I just assumed I was you, sort of weirdly, yeah. you know. And I was like, okay, <laughs> do you know, like, instead of going, oh, well, this is weird, I'm Dave in Adam's body. I'm just like, oh no, I'm just, I'm just Adam. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just... it was super weird. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was
1: a weird execution of the whole idea. Yeah, and I was, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I think they could have done it. Um, there's this really. I don't know how much I like the story, but there's this. Uh, JLA yeah. story with where Batman and Superman switch bodies. It's called JLA Foreign Bodies. Yeah, and I always just loved that cover where it's got Superman and he's like doing a Batman pose into the shadows, and Batman is standing like with the American flag. I love it. Um, so I always liked that concept, and I just wish it was executed better. Yeah, uh, exactly. but yeah, so basically they uh, go into these portals and they defeat this alien creature by basically J. It was kind of cheesy. Jay's like, "Oh, I understand what it's like to <laughs> yeah. make mistakes and to be dying and something," and it convinces the alien creature to go away.
0: Exactly. Uh, that was that was the worst part. Where where it's like, where it's like we may not have saved this world, or the, you know, but we've probably paused it for a little while. It was super convenient. Like, but then I love the bit where Jay's like, "Well, I'm going, I'm out now," and Alan's like, "No, I can, I can." if we merge back through, maybe we'll just get tangled up as well, and it might cure your disease. And, um, and he's like, no, I don't want to take that risk. And then they do a like a running race to get to the thing, which I don't understand how F- the Flash didn't win that race completely. Isn't that his power? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah um, but he was weakening, I guess. Yeah,
1: I agree. And also, he's just never really as fast as Wally. But I know. I do agree. That yeah. he should at least be faster than all the other heroes.
0: Yeah, um... But but what was funny was the way that they sort of, like, uh, foreshadowed it. Like, if we go through the thing, we I might be able to fix you rather than make it a surprise. <laughs> <And> like... <laughs> so they had a little race, and then it turns out, surprise, surprise. What a fucking big surprise. Like, he's totally cured. And Alan Scott, they, they're like, and Alan Scott turned up okay on the scan too. And it's like, oh, yeah. gee, what a surprise that was. And then the final image is still... I, I felt... I I, I felt a bit annoyed by the final image, which showed them both pouting at each other, or pouting, and and backs turned on each other at the end with their arms crossed, uh, Wally and Kyle. I was like, wow, so there was no real growth, you know?
1: Yeah, and also that image kind of reminds me of, you know how sometimes, like, you're watching TV and an advertisement for a sitcom pops up on, like, the bottom fourth of the screen, and it's, like, two characters, and they're, like, back to back, and... You know, oh, we we don't get along, but we have a lot of fun. As kind of the they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, wacky hijinks and shoe. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was um, an interesting, um, interesting sort of uh, read, and it was better than the Nightwing one. I mean, I I did actually I liked it more than the Nightwing Flash team up. Like, I'd give it like a seven out of ten, or maybe a seven point five.
1: Yeah. Um. So I guess for me. We've been talking about how nice these, um, you know, these are kind of like the complete collection mm. thing they have at Marvel where yep. it's The Flash by Mark Waid. Yes. But it's like, it's nice because it collects everything, but it's also not nice because sometimes the, everything that they're collecting is, you know, just kind of disposable.
0: Oh, I remembered something that's, that's at the very end that I really enjoyed, that little Jesse Quick story. Oh, um, yeah,
1: yeah. That was from uh, the Showcase
0: book. But, yeah, uh, that was pretty fun. You like her a lot. I like Jessie Quick. I like her design. I like her characterization. Is she in Impulse much?
1: Yeah, I don't think so.
0: Oh, okay. Because that would have been a reason for to read Impulse if there was a bit of her interaction. Um, Yeah, I enjoyed that. Look, overall, this might be controversial. I think this is probably the weakest flash that we've done in flashbacks, but still enjoyable with plenty of good moments. I think it was slogged down by that Nightwing... Um, mm-hmm. and I'm giving it seven point five out of ten. Though I still think it's a very strong book, and I'm, I'm glad I own it. But I just felt that it was kind of in the shadow a bit, and I do feel that the inclusion, uh, as you say, that of both of the pre- the prestige one was better than the Nightwing one, but both of them drew it out a bit. And yeah. um, I don't know. There was some good moments, the politician storyline, <clears throat> and the rogue storyline where well, they get their powers and the basic backbeat storyline of him changing cities was all interesting, which is why I'm giving it 7.5 out of 10.
1: Yeah. Seeing how those two, um, you know, there was about eight or 10 issues there, mm. uh, where he had the conflict with the mayor and see how that all played out and connected, mm. made it feel like one more cohesive story. So I appreciated that. Um, I'll give it like a seven. Mm. Um, I didn't think it was great, but I, thought it was pretty good and I think going forward the rest of his run isn't that great Um, he does try to get back to like doing bigger stories so there's the next one has like this big villain that has a tie to the Flash's past and Mm. another one where the Flash family are going through time and they're all fighting the different versions of this character so he's trying to get back to the bigger stories after this um, and then the last one I don't know if you remember whenever there's like the dark Flash he appeared in the Justice League book for a little bit, but Baden. Wally gets Baden. replaced by a different character, okay. um, which was kind of a weak way to end his run, but mm. we'll see as we get to it.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, so you're giving it 7. I'm giving it 7.5. still enjoyable. Like I'm glad I read it. Glad it's part of my collection. And um, the next one we'll do, and we'll do another flashbacks before too long. The next time Adam and I get together, we can do another Legion Outpost, Adam. Um, sure. Or I, th- I don't know if you want to do uh, Dread or Dead. No, we can do a Legionnaire post. I know the Legionnaires are calling out for it, uh, and I'm always happy to do it. Um, and it can be, we can decide what, whatever you want to do, basically. If you want to do this white triangle thing, whatever that is, I'm happy to do that. Um, yeah. what, who, who is the writer of this white triangle stuff? Is it Levitz?
1: No, it would be like the reboot stuff, so it's probably maybe Wade or uh, Roger Stern or Tom... Uh, who's the guy that does the Wrong Earth? Tom Pyre
0: pair. Oh, gee. I, well, I, I like all the people you mentioned, so um, I'll it's, happily...
1: It's some of those guys. I don't know which ones.
0: I'd happily do that. If you want to do that, if you want to do a more classic one, I'm also happy. I don't mind.
1: Yeah, I like the classic stuff, but some of the listeners have been asking for the white triangle, so... Why we'll don't do we do that. the, we'll the white
0: triangle? We might do a classic... Select a classic issue to do as well, you know?
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. that sounds
0: good. Yeah, I think that might be a good idea. Um, but look... Ton of fun, man. We covered a lot of territory. We just d- didn't do flash. We were ranking rogues in DC. We've gone all over the map, um, in yeah. typical Signal style, man. Have you got anything else you'd like to <laughs> say to listeners, man? Is there anything else you want to promote? You know, push.
1: No, not no. me. Appreciate it though. Check out Signal of Doom.
0: Check out Legion Outpost. Yeah, make it a make it a daily listen. You know, on the train, probably get a half an hour in of a show. We generally run like we, Signal. We're doing three to four. You know, if, Richie, if Rich gets on a roll, Jesus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam, thank you very much and good night.